Testing, Yay. testing. Can they hear us? Thank you, Rumble. Thank you, YouTube. No, no one could uh, hear Everyone's us. Everyone's saying we hear you. Play the play it on your phone. Okay, I think they hear us talking to each other. All right. Um, okay, we're back. I think we're back. Um, the video that you just saw was Clint as a bicyclist. <laughs> Welcome back, beautiful and amazing human beings. This is Luke Radowski here of thebestpoliticalshow.com. I have absolutely no idea what in the world just happened, uh, but we're going to be live here for the next two hours, hopefully with no audio or technical glitches from here, as of course there's a lot of absolutely crazy and incredible things to talk about today, as of course we have the story of the decade with a lot of very important developments regarding the latest documents dump surrounding Jeffrey Epstein's court case back in 2017. Lots of disinformation, lots of propaganda, as of course, there's also reports of a gas explosion happening in Texas. There's a lot of protests also going off right now in Germany. What are going to be the bigger ramifications? What are going to be some of the things that are going to be unfolding because of these protests? Well, we're going to be discussing that plus a lot more for the next two hours. So make sure sure to share this broadcast with your friends and family members, as this conversation is definitely going to be a very interesting one, to say the least. If you want to participate in this conversation, you can just by simply signing up to, of course, LukeUnfiltered.com. And then by signing up to LukeUnfiltered.com, you, of course, get the ability to call into the show when we take callers on Rumble in the second hour. Another way to participate is, of course, through MySuperChat.com, a place that only takes a 3% service charge, not a 30% service charge like YouTube Super Chats. You could also do Rumble Rants. Whatever chats you give us that are monetized, we, of course, will be reading them off and you guys will be participating in the conversation. We just released also uh, a very funny shirt on thebestpoliticalshirts.com that probably will get this podcast rated to make sure that uh, we have all of our legal fees and uh, are secured with lawyers in the future. Make sure to sign up to lukeunfilter.com. It really does mean a lot to us, and we really do appreciate all the incredible people that have been making this podcast uh, really amazing. We, we just started to doing this. We average usually a quarter million views per episode, and it's been really fun. It's been really an awesome adventure. And joining us for this adventure today is Leia. Leia, who are you? For the people who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? So great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So I am a freedom maximalist. Um, I think that's how we all sort of got connected. Um, a big Bitcoin advocate. Um, I'm an author. I have a book called Undressing Bitcoin. Um, and I talk a lot about what's going on in the world right now. The world is pretty crazy. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Clint is here uh, after his bike riding adventures. Well, that was actually my uh, my trek to work today, and it was uh, it was adventurous. But I'm glad I survived. Clint Russell, host of Liberty Lockdown, co-host of the best political show, as well as co-host of Tower Gang, which you should not watch because it's very uh, inappropriate. I am absolutely thrilled to be here. If you want to follow me, it's at Liberty Lockpot on X. 117,000 of you over there really appreciate it. Steph's on the buttons. Steph on the buttons. Steph, we are change, <laughs> and we are live, and it's working. Let's go. All right, let's just get into it. As of course, we have the news reports coming in from Fort Worth, Texas, that there is a possible gas explosion. We're hearing that maybe 10 people were injured here. We still don't know all the details here, but this is going to be a story that we are going to be paying close attention to, as of course, everyone on social media is now talking about it. Is there something sinister here? As of right now, it doesn't look like it, but we're going to be keeping an eye on this situation. As of course, the story that is most important to talk about is this bombshell from 
from the latest revelations that came from the Jeffrey Epstein document dump regarding a 2017 court case where now, finally, after so many years, we're able to just get a little peek behind the door, behind the windows, behind the screen, behind the illusion of all these powerful individuals that rule in secrecy and do some really awful things. As this article reads... Donald Trump named in latest Epstein documents. Sarah Ransom said he had relations with many girls in email where she also claimed Jeffrey Epstein had tapes of ex-president Richard Branson, Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, as of course a lot of people are automatically reacting to this story. But when you do a little bit more research, this story is not what you think it is. As of course, the, there there are some caveats, there are some moments of, of, of truth here, but when, when, you, when you kind of dig a little bit deeper and you look at the other related news stories, you do see specifically reporting from the Independent talking about how these letters, these emails were essentially said by Miss Ransom, who of course could be pictured here. This is one of the victims here that came out that was a part of this court proceeding. And she said that she made up these rumors and allegations in order to bring more attention to this entire case. She admitted in an article from The New Yorker in 2019 that she invented these tapes. She invented what she said in order to bring more attention to this case. Now, uh, does that warrant this news article that everyone's reading right now saying Donald Trump is implicated here? I don't think so. What do you guys think? No, I don't think it does. And, uh, you know, it's such a it's such a serious allegation. If it's true that she brought up high profile names and and alleged that there was recordings of them just to try and essentially apply additional pressure to get further investigations. I understand, I guess, if I were a victim of what she went through, why I would want there to be more investigations. Of course, that's what you would want. But it totally discredits you if you if you name people that actually weren't involved or if you allege that there's tapes that that don't exist. So I, I think it's also important to to note here that uh, Epstein did have secret surveillance cameras rigged everywhere, all over his properties. There's also a sixth property that no one knows where it is. Um, I want to know where it is. I want to know the details of this of this property. Why aren't we allowed to know where a sixth place is that clearly was involved in a criminal organization that included the trafficking of small children? Um, those are the details that that should be made aware to the general public, since of course our tax dollars pretty much finance and bankrolled this entire operation. We have, of course, the New Mexico ranch that also connects the Clintons that were connected to that specific property that you needed to helicopter in. We had the property in Paris. We had the island. We had the property in New York. Um, and then, of course, we had the property here in southern Florida that was just recently demolished. The property in New York was actually bought off by a Goldman Sachs guy. There's another big uh, hedge fund guy that bought the island and is actually making it into a resort right now. Where's the sixth place? As, of course, the FBI never even went after a lot of the properties that we just mentioned to you here. They never even served search warrants on those properties. How much more of a criminal cover-up could you have than what we have right now? Well, that makes you think everybody's involved, doesn't it? Even though she you know, says she made up those stories, it makes you think that all the names that are dropped are involved even potentially Donald Trump. It's, yeah. it's concerning. It's like it's like corruption at its highest level. 
And there's a kernel of, of truth to this because there's reports of, of Donald Trump entering uh, Epstein's mansion in New York City. There's uh, documents revealing that he didn't go to the island, that uh, allegedly he didn't fly on the on the airplane, that allegedly he didn't participate in the wheelchair uh, extracurricular activities <laughs> with Mr. Hawking doing some really weird mechanical things that we don't even want to think about here on this family-friendly broadcast. But, but one thing that I found very interesting that was kind of disclosed after after investigating and looking into this story for a very long time was that um, what I saw was a report detailing how there was a surveillance camera in every single room in the New York City property. Now, if Donald Trump is hanging out with Epstein, which we know he was, uh, if there are, you know, uh, ladies or children procured and there's surveillance cameras everywhere and you have Woody Allen coming in, that guy, holy cow, that's another creeper to, there to, to say the least. You have uh, Alan Dershowitz coming in there. You you have freaking Kevin Spacey coming in there. Alan Dershowitz, the same guy that argued for a legal age of consent to be lowered, I think, to 14. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have all these people coming in and out, the, the prime minister of Israel coming in, hiding his face as he's walking into Epstein's New York City mansion that is filled with surveillance cameras, there's going to be tapes, and there are tapes, and there should be a big push. There should be a big demand right now saying, hey, um, the tapes that the FBI confiscated and magically lost, we want to know who has them because who has them has a lot of power on all these individuals. Well, I mean, imagine. That's that's why we won't get the answer is because if, if our thesis is correct that this was essentially a compromise operation to try and get leverage over the political elites, business elites, well, then why why would the FBI turn it over, given that it's probably an FBI and Mossad operation to begin with? So, or CIA, for that matter. I, that's my assessment. I, I, I tend to believe that there's absolutely footage of many powerful people. I, I tend not to believe that Trump was involved. I don't think that he's a good guy, but I also don't think that he was, uh, you know, interested in children. That's just my, my read of it. I could be totally wrong. Who knows? Uh, but I do think that there are lots of people that, that were caught red-handed and the leverage was, was used for its purpose. But I, I don't think that you have to be... So just hear me out. I don't think it's necessarily you have to be interested in children. I think Jeffrey Epstein is or was an incredibly uh, smooth operator and he knew exactly what he was doing. And I think he wanted to have leverage on all of these powerful people, including people like Trump. And so manipulated certain situations so that these individuals are caught red handed, but didn't sort of really realize what they're doing. You know, I hear a lot of influential people get invited to different parties and they know that they have to turn down the invitation to these parties because somebody can slip something in your drink, take a picture of you in a, in a sort of compromising position. So I don't know whether it's, you know, they, they have to have an interest in children. I think there's a lot of um, smooth operating going on behind the scenes. Does and, that and, make sense? Yeah, and if you look at the way that he operated, uh, there's reports of children as young as nine, but there's also a lot of women who are 16, 17, and just below the kind of age and consent in certain jurisdictions that uh, you could play off as, oh, this person's 21, don't worry about mm-hmm. it. Uh, when you look at what happened to Cody Wilson, there was a, there was a, a very kind of similar situation that he was involved in, uh, the, the guy who brought together, um, what I think you know the 
uh, the yeah, 3D printed uh, firearms that he that he created. Uh, a lot of people believe that he was also entrapped in this particular way with someone pretending to be a different age. Now, if you have someone that's a different age than what they claim to be, and you think they're of an age of consent, that's also a possibility here that is worth considering. As CNBC News is reporting that Trump did have meals at Epstein's home, but no massages, according to a housekeeper that testified in this situation. Now, can you believe anyone here when it comes to Donald Trump? I think it, it is a very special situation because... The media has been investigating him. The feds have been investigating him. Everyone under the sun is doing their best to try to get him. Do they have him? Do they have, have him under control? Well, that's something that I think deserves to be speculated and talked about here because everything and, and anything is possible here, especially when you have the corrupted DOJ literally going to the founder of the Proud Boys and saying, hey, just tell us Trump's involved. We'll get you off here. We'll make sure you don't do any serious jail time if you just throw Trump under the bus. He didn't. Now he's serving a very significant jail sentence. So when you have pressure put on by the establishment to, to, to corner Trump, to kind of get Trump in jail, you have this man investigated more than anything else. You do have to look at all the facts here. And I don't know what's going on. But personally, I want to hear from Trump. I want to know mm -hmm. what he knows. I want to know. I want him to come out and say, hey, guys, this was the situation. Uh, this was my participation. This was my involvement here. I didn't do this. I did this. Uh, I just want to know. RFK Jr. came out and uh, even um, a couple weeks ago said, hey, um, yeah, I flew on the I flew on the, um, you know, <laughs> Express. blank Express. Um, and then he's named in these documents as well. So did he know that these documents were coming out before they were coming out? As of course, he kind of, um, he, he, he kind of let the, he, he kind of said the quiet part out loud before he was implicated and then and he was able to run cover. Also, shouts out to Red Viking saying, my dinner is fried and seed oils is cold again. I'm sorry, Red Viking. Avoid the seeded oils as much as you can for yourself, for your well-being. You will thank me later. But... Again, Trump is a very special case here. He did work with uh, some of the victims and did testify and did provide evidence against Epstein many years ago. Uh, there is a friendship there. There are larger questions there. I want to hear from Trump. I think that's warranted. I think that's justified. And if there's any journalist out there, I think they should ask Trump, hey, uh, what's really going on here since a lot of the messages you send here are very mixed? I, I got to be honest. Uh, like, yeah, I would like to hear Trump explain too. But more than that, what I would like to have explained is the FBI officials that that gave Epstein a pass in the late 2000s. Uh, how did that happen? I would like to have the judge put under, you know, put on trial. Honestly, like I, I, I need answers as to why they allowed this man to walk, uh, particularly given that he was still allowed to essentially just leave the prison whenever he wanted to uh, and got a very light, light sentence. There, there needs to be explanations for this and we're still yet to get it. And what frustrates me is that uh, because we're talking about this, a lot of times people will accuse us of uh, conspiracy theorizing. It's like, no, we know that there's victims here and we don't know the, the extent of the damage. The reason that we're forced to theorize is because the institutions that are responsible for the protection of children have failed. They haven't done their job. And if that's the case, well, then, yeah, we're going to try and suss out the truth on our own. That's not our fault. That's yours. Yeah, if you so. look at if you look at Alexander uh, Acosta, he was uh, essentially a Trump appointee in his administration. He's the one that gave the kind of sweetheart deal of a lifetime right. here in Florida to Mr. Epstein. And then, of course, he was implicated in this. And then he, of course, was forced to resign from the Trump administration. As many people were saying, uh, why did you give this guy a slap on the wrist? Why did you allow this guy to essentially be in his own private wing of the prison? 
that he didn't even have to be in, that he literally was able to walk out of anytime he wanted to. There's also a lot of reports saying that he was supposed to come back and sleep there at night and that he wasn't even doing that. He literally hired, bought off a lot of police departments, and according to many sources, was still continuing his form of abuse on children when he was allegedly in jail. So those were some very serious questions that were brought up against Acosta that is also rumored to have said that Epstein was intelligence. Um, was he intelligence? Uh, in my opinion, absolutely, because how else do you explain all these crazy activities that he was a part of? And, and how many dozens of kids ended up getting hurt? Thousands, not dozens. No, claims. no, I'm thousands. Say, I'm saying like, post post the Acosta decision to let him walk. Maybe it's hundreds, maybe it's thousands more after that. I don't know. I'm just saying they had this guy in their in their sights and they they let him they let him go. And and that is just completely unacceptable. And I, I I'm furious that we're forced to to try and figure this out when you're supposed to have you know, high level government officials that are supposed to be doing this. That's the whole reason that you have all of these abilities to circumvent the Bill of Rights is to actually prevent things like this. If you're not doing that, well, then how about you just don't exist? Yeah, how and, about that? and then you have the Bill Barr connection, a man whose father gave Epstein his start, especially at the Dal Dalton School in New York. That, that is overseeing everything and then lying to the general public about seeing the videotapes of what happened to Mr. Epstein that night in the jail when there was no videotapes on record? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I want to know what, what's up with Trump because this all happened under the Trump administration yeah. with Trump appointees that clearly there is some larger involvement here on Trump as a lot of people say he's absolutely Scott clean. A lot of people say, no, he's absolutely implicated and dirty. All I'm saying is, we don't know, uh, but we deserve to know because if there's compromise on Donald Trump, you could bet your bottom dollar that that could maybe even explain a lot of his anti-mega policies. That could also explain why he might become the next president of the United States. You look at all the powerful people in this world, a lot of them do some really awful, horrendous, horrible stuff. And then, and only then, are they able to be the A-listers? Are they able to be the celebrities? Are they able to be the, the top echelons of society? pretty much after doing something horrible and awful and having compromise on them because then they could be controlled. I, that happens a lot in our society, and I think people don't realize how often it actually does. But, Le Leia, you, you said that you go to these parties and, and people have to not uh, attend just because they're concerned about having essentially what we're describing right now done to them. What kind of parties are you being invited to, girl? No, not parties. <laughs> so I, no, so I, I host a podcast and I speak to um, a lot of really influential people. Uh, okay. People who are who make a lot of money in crypto politics. Yeah. And I had I've had a few people on my podcast pretty recently who have told me that they've been invited to parties and they've had to turn them down because they know that they're going to be put in compromising positions and they, they don't they don't want to be blackmailed they also told me about a theory i don't know if you've if you've looked this up but apparently if you so kind of like you were saying anyone who wants to get to the top and be some kind of a-list celebrity politician or whatever it is they have to sort of go through some kind of like inauguration yes or do something kind mm -hmm. of bad or or um compromising in order to get to that point so if you type in any kind of a-list celebrity who's a man so say you type in like brad pitt dressed as a woman you will see all of these male a-list 
A-list celebrities dressed as a woman. Yeah, and they, and they do weird. it all the time. Yeah. And they try to do it to Dave Chappelle. And Dave Chappelle literally had to fight back. And yeah. then he fought back to the point where all the, the industry insiders in Hollywood were saying, we're going to make sure people think you're crazy. We're going to make sure that we put you in an assailant asylum, which really makes you wonder and consider what happened to Kanye West as, of course, mm. someone connected to can Canadian military intelligence who was the personal trainer, literally put him in an assailant asylum oh. uh, and then drugged him up and then gave him a whole bunch of uh, pharmaceuticals that mess up your brain chemistry. Oh, and, and, then, and, and then they had the follow-up threats against yeah, Kanye exactly. as well. Yeah, so, about taking so, his kids away. So we, we talked about this previously on Rumble, and I described this. We're going to we're gonna describe it when we finally go over to a, a place where we could talk freely. This is a family-friendly show, but we can't discuss it. But, but what, what I previously discussed on Rumble was a compromising situation where particularly the male celebrities are, are put in the situation where other males do stuff to them on video camera and then once they have that video footage, then they could become uh, the number one uh, artist, the number one uh, celebrity, the number one promoted individual or movie star. And that's how they, of course, control everyone to make sure that, hey, when it comes to, to pushing uh, you know, certain uh, uh, experimental uh, procedures onto the general public, that they're going to be lockstep and barrel coming in there and just repeating what they're told to repeat. That's how Hollywood works. That's how Washington, D.C. works. That's how a lot of the, the upper echelons of society works. And those are major bombshells that a lot of people don't realize just how corrupted the entire industry is from top to bottom. I don't know if you've, you've seen some of this, but... Um, I've I've heard I I you know I I spent a little bit of time in Hollywood I talked to a little bit of people and trust me um, all this stuff that that's some deeper down the rabbit hole truths that uh, I think we can maybe get away with on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. just keeping it keeping it light. I'm, I'm curious, Luke, to hear your take because you obviously have a lot of. Um well, not a lot of experience personally, but you seem to be well read on the matter. Why do you think that there is this push to get that type of footage between men? I mean, even what we see with Sam Smith, Harry Styles, who's the who's the guy that did um, the the donkey song, the the black singer, what's his name, the rapper, oh, what's his uh, name, Little Little Nas, Little Nas, yeah, Little Nas, Nas X, I think. Yeah. yeah, some people don't even buy that he's gay. I don't know if you've seen that. A lot of people think that that's a conspiracy as well. I'm curious, why do you think they're pushing that kind of agenda? Um, a, a lot of people um, boil it down to good versus evil. A lot of people boil it down to Satanism. A lot of people boil it down to essentially um, a lot of people serving Lucifer. This is why, again, I, I let's save this conversation for Rumble because there's, there's a lot of demons that come in through particular uh, body cavities that uh, also is a very important theory that um, I've talked about before on Rumble. Uh, I can't go too down the rabbit hole here on, on YouTube, so well, I apologize. Before, before but, we, but we will continue. We will continue this conversation. Bet your bottom dollar on on, on Rumble. <laughs> I have a, I have a PG uh, take on this that needs to be discussed briefly. Uh, I'm sure most people have heard about Cat Williams going on Shannon Sharp's podcast about a week ago. It's got like 30 million views or something in a, in a matter of a week. It's crazy. Um, but what he talks about is what we're talking about here. And and what's amazing is that. It's not just Hollywood. It's also comedy. It's like basically any industry in entertainment, mm. uh, music as well. And, and he's hinting at all this and he's just dragging everybody viciously in a way that I've, I've honestly, I haven't seen it since Kanye went on his bender <laughs> last year. Um, very interesting, though, the, the allegations about like putting them in dresses. I, I think that it's it's largely about. I don't really go the, the route that, that Luke was was referencing earlier as much as I think it's about like show fealty show that you're not 
you're not an independent actor. Show that you're not going like if they tell you to do something and they mean it, you're going to listen because like you've already demonstrated like, OK, I'm not I don't have a spine here. OK, I'll, I'll put on a dress. I'll do whatever you want. I'm just trying to be famous. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's how I've always read it. But it could be much darker. I, I, I have a different explanation. I already want to go off on a rant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, but this like YouTube video, like taken down immediately if that would happen. We still got a lot of stuff to talk about, especially when it comes to Bill Clinton, Richard Branson. We're going to get into that in just a little bit. We have a super chat here from Doc Holliday who says, Luke can't control his TDS, and it's ruining his cred. Someone said they heard something from someone. This is so sad. Doc Holliday, I would respectfully disagree, as, of course, I, 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 I think I came out with a very clear understanding of it, saying, hey, a lot of people think he's totally innocent. A lot of people think he's totally guilty. I think the truth could be uh, explained by asking him some questions, which I think is reasonable to call for here, since him and his administration were uh, involved in, the, in, in this entire matter. And there wasn't any kind of transparency. There wasn't any accountability. And there was a cover-up of what happened to Epstein under his watch. Okay. Yep. That's something that that I want more truth from. He was the president of the United States when everything happened. He was proceeding over everything as it was happening. I wouldn't know what's going on here. That's not a, that's not TDS. That right. that's 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 asking accountability from our future possible elected leader. And and he surrounds himself, as you said, with Acosta and Barr. It's like, uh, can we? Should we never ask any questions of Donald Trump surrounding himself from with with some of the worst people in D.C. Like. Uh, I think that it's totally reasonable to ask these questions, and I don't think that there's any derangement syndrome that's occurring when we want to know the truth about these people that have a tremendous amount of power over us. Is or, that, is that yeah. like an opposite of TDS? Like this guy has? Is that like the opposite? Yeah. Like whatever no, that is, it sounds like he still, has it. You it's have still, to ask It's these still TDS. It's just a positive version of it. Right. The, the, it goes both ways. It really okay. does. Yeah, I mean, just let's just have some rational, critical thinking skills here, and and like, I think asking questions and looking into the things deeper uh, don't make you a bad person. So I try to be as intellectually honest as I can. If you think I'm wrong in any way, feel free to call it out, and I appreciate the constructive criticism um, a lot. Now, uh, the, the Gateway Pundit has another very interesting article as they released an article that says breaking another round of S. Epstein docs released, and there are alleged. Uh, Private, um, again, family-friendly show here, uh, intimate relation tapes of Bill Clinton, which clearly identify his face. I think they're still going off of what Sarah Ransom said. Could we take it seriously? Uh, Again, Sarah even says no herself in an interview on The New Yorker. But are there tapes? Uh, Probably, as we also have heard through these documents, allegedly, that Clintons paid off girls who um, were all uh, essentially going to the FBI. We do know that Clinton did show up to Vanity Fair and stop the news story coming out early in the 2000s about this entire saga. Uh, So the Clintons obviously involved here and a lot of these documents are surrounding the Clintons and as I said before they even came out I said look out for the Clintons they're going to be named here and what I see here is a larger internal uh, battle between the Democratic establishment and I've been right about that as it definitely looks like the Clintons are the ones being explicitly named here explicitly called out here and individuals that of course are, are the main kind of casualty of this document release which also includes documents showing that Trump never went to the island well and who, Clinton did go to the island and who who benefits from this right especially if we've got Michelle possibly gearing up to run. Now you got Trump being hinted at. You got 
build being hinted at. It's like, well, then the only the only real viable candidate that would be out there would be Michelle. I just think it's interesting. I'm we're we're going to talk about Mike in a little bit. Okay. Uh, you want to say something? <laughs> no, I think what you know what makes me so disillusioned with this list is the fact that I don't feel I've learned much. You know, I feel the same way. Say, saying Clinton is on there doesn't really surprise me. I mean, everybody's known about Bill Clinton's behavior for years. Everybody knows that Hillary Clinton paid people off to, um, you know, to push it all under the rug. So I don't really know where we go from here. That's what makes me really confused. I don't feel any more enlightened. I don't know what we do with this information. Like, tell me, where, like, where, realistically, where do we go with go from here? What do we do with this? If the FBI are covering it up, the people at the highest level are covering up. Like, you know, Stephen Hawkins, he's dead. Like, right. what, all, all these names. Abolish it, it, the government. Hey, hey, it, hey, hey the Stephen go? Hawking memes are worth it alone. <laughs> they're, okay? they're not worth it. Right? I'll give you that. They're okay. worth it. All right. Just, just the, the, the memes of him and that wheelchair and even that Simpsons episode, that, <laughs> is, that itself, I'll, I'll take it. But, but more importantly, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, where, yeah. Like, where do we go totally from here? Agree. I haven't yeah. learned anything new. Bill Clinton, we know about his behavior for ages we know they're all corrupt at the highest level so what do we do with this new information you're, you're absolutely right a lot of it isn't even new a lot of right. it is just stuff that we knew about beforehand but now we have official confirmation of it now we have a dialogue now we have individuals like vivek ramaswamy coming out on the national stage and saying uh, abolish the fbi get rid of all of the agents uh which uh, again you would That's never hear someone yeah, call but, for that ever again but now with this latest revelation you have more weight towards that larger kind of claim which people would think was crazy but now it's something that literally people are arguing about. I have about a question. And, and, yeah. How old is Vivek? 37, I think. Right, yeah. okay. So he's very lucky that he he sort of missed the Epstein boat because I, I believe that if he was 57 and if he was around at that time, his name would be on the list. Probably. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have been, I mean, especially in his circles, especially in his kind of uh, establishment uh, circles that he was in before. Um, I, could, I, could yeah. I could probably see that. For, it's easy for him to say that. Um, well, it's, absolutely. As of course, even John McCain's wife came out and said everyone in Washington, D.C. knew what he was up to, knew what he was doing, knew how dirty he was. And then everyone was too afraid to do anything about it when they knew small children were being hurt here. Yeah. So these are some of the most biggest, most powerful people in the world that knew this was happening and then decided to, to just uh, look the other way. Now, would Vivek be implicated here? I, you know, we don't know. Uh, I think it's fair to speculate. Maybe uh, it's a possibility. But uh, I, I think these revelations are important because, um, one, they do hit at larger blackmail efforts that could be happening right now between the Clinton and Obama factions. But, but two, it, it also does bring the left and the right together uh, on an issue just highlighting just how corrupt government is mm. and how we shouldn't be... Uh, thinking that the Democrats or Republicans are going to save us since they're both implicated here. Exactly. So, and then people understanding just how corrupt the entire system is from the local police officers to the judges, to the prosecutors, to the attorneys, to the politicians, to the media moguls. I mean, there's, there's, there's so many individuals named here. There's so many individuals implicated here, including, of course, even Sergey Brim, as we have this New York Post article talking about how Jeffrey Epstein helped him land a JP Morgan Google deal that uh, involved $4 billion in investments. As we know, JP Morgan and Chase also implicated here in a lot of this as they even lost a major lawsuit because of their involvement skirting the rules, skirting the regulations, and allowing Epstein to virtually do whatever he wanted to with hundreds of millions of dollars without any kind of real accountability. You go to the bank right now, you, you try to take out $10,000, they're going to have you filling out forms the entire freaking day. They're going to be taking their sweet time to make sure you don't get your money. Epstein was moving around tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. No one even was batting an eye. That shows you the banks, the government, 
the legal system, even the local police departments, all corrupted here by some kind of higher power that abused their position to the point where they were doing some of the most awful things on the face of this earth. This is the story of the decade, and I think the more people that hear about it, the better off we are towards moving towards a solution that doesn't involve government and involves individuals saying personal responsibility, local decentralized efforts, supporting local banks instead of JP Morgan, supporting local initiatives, supporting community-based uh, organizations rather than governments is something that we should all strive for. This is the story that helps uh, get us there, in my opinion. But I could be wrong. Let me just say real quick, I, I got to defend Vivek a little bit because it's such a harsh allegation that if he was 20 years older, he would have been involved. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I will say this. All of these people that we're hearing the names of, they have instances of infidelity and, and sex scandals and stuff in their past. Vivek has none of that. so Because he's too young. He hasn't had the time. Well, he's, 30, time. he's 37 years old. Come on. Yeah. Like, uh, I, give him time. I think, think, <laughs> think Call me cynical. But. You are cynical. My goodness. I, but I think I think that it, like once you have that history, Bill Clinton was doing this for his entire adult life. So it's like no one's surprised about Bill. I would personally be surprised about Vivek. But to, to your point about what are we to do about it, I think that it's not really about even like whether or not you believe Vivek. It's that the people are getting so fed up with this system that so many of them are sitting around their kitchen table like we are right now saying, what do we do with this information? And and for the first time, the Overton window is allowing a real conversation. And what's most profound about this, it's allowing a real conversation amongst the thin blue line folks, amongst the GOP voters that are saying, the FBI's got to go. If they don't protect children, they've got to go. That's, 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 that's progress as far as I'm concerned. So we'll see if it actually becomes action, but I hope so. We got other super chats. One from 52 Games Podcast saying, don't forget Frazzle Drip and Isaac Cappy's list. I never heard of Frazzle Drip. Have you guys heard of Frazzle Drip <laughs> I have before? Not. Uh, Doc Holiday. <laughs> uh, yesterday, dude. Which one was that? <laughs> yeah, that was on the stream just yesterday. Okay. Well, he, he, he asked again. Okay. Uh, we got another super chat from Doc Holiday saying, I've seen everything that I can watch and read, and I disagree. It's obvious, and it has been obvious for a long time. You want it to be true. Uh, Doc, I would respectfully disagree with you, but um, thank you for your super chat. We got a first super chat from Daytunes. Uh, thank you so much, Daytunes, for your first super chat saying, quote, look up Rachel Chandler equals child handler, a.k.a. friend of Epstein who turned in to a paid informant. If you know, you know. I haven't heard about that one. Oh, I've, I've heard about that one. I I mean, it's been know. all over Twitter. She's a, yeah, a young girl, you know, supposed to be pimping out all the other girls. You know what they, you know, when they use young women to befriend other women yes. and lure them in, that's who she's supposed to be. Rachel Chandler, I think her name is. We got another super chat from Joelle Xlean saying that super chatter has TDSS. <laughs> Trump blank sucking syndrome. Oh, there you go. And I, I, I would, I would choose something less uh, vulgar myself here, but uh, we'll, we'll fully explain what that is on Rumble. Uh, another super chat from Ian Metford saying, "I want the truth on Trump, though the heavens may fall. We'll be becoming a damn cult if we aren't careful, and we'll lose all credibility on the issue." And I think Bingo. what what makes uh, the right different and a lot of the anti-establishment type different than a lot of the leftists is the leftists are living in a cult and they don't want their power, they don't want their politicians questioned, and we want to question everything. We want to hold everyone accountable. We are, of course, uh, a generation of individuals that have been screwed over and we're tired of the same old bullcrap just being regurgitated to us. And I, I, I think 
not being in a cult is a good thing. I, I think questioning everything is a good thing if we do it in a respectful way without jumping to conclusions and without just being, um, uh, you know, stupid about it. Another uh, rumble rant from Crash Bandit saying Epstein founder on the Warfare Cabinet Company and had a side gig with a pizza parlor. Just joking or am I? Hope you all <laughs> had a good weekend. Thank you, Crash Bandit. I really appreciate that. As of course, the, another person implicated in all of this is Richard Branson. A man who also has his own private island and has been named in these particular documents. Now, there have been a lot of different accusations against kind of Richard Branson. He's also an individual who uh, decided to dress up as a female mm. and uh, be a female uh, stewardess on the Virgin Atlantic Plains. But... Um, that was his inauguration. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, absolutely. What is it with these billionaires <laughs> and uh, them dressing up as women and then hanging out on all these private islands? Uh, Peter Nygaard is, is one of them as well. Jean-Luc Bernay, who, of course, also had a very similar demise, as did Mr. Epstein in a jail cell where he was allegedly, uh, you know, committed an action against himself with surveillance cameras that went out and weren't working. So... Is this just, is this, if you want to enter the billionaire club, you just have to do this? Is, is, is that it? I, I mean, that, that's essentially what Cat Williams was hinting at. He's like, he's like, look at all these brothers. They all just all have the same, same exact woman with that plain face. And I was like, I was like, that's interesting. I know, like, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like a shot in the dark claim, but it is fascinating that so many of these, like, usually like strong black men would just, they'd be caught dead before they would ever be in a dress. You know what I mean? And then, but, but it's not just them. It's also like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's yeah. also John Cena. It, it's yeah. John Cena. My God, that guy is, is, is Dwayne, Johnson. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, China told John Cena, get on your knees, be pathetic, be sad. He's like, okay. He's like, give me, give me. Ching. and you're like, whoa, you're apologizing in Mandarin. How did, I didn't even know you knew Chinese. He apologized in Mandarin. Do you know how crazy that is for, for accidentally making, Taiwan. Yeah. No, oh, wow. I'm dead serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, accidentally talked about Taiwan. Right. He oh, accidentally yes. mentioned Taiwan, and then he was like, "Oh, me so so well. <laughs> And I'm like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Like, so because when you're, you're so <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, like when you're on your way up, and you're, you know, you're you're a multi-millionaire, you're on your way to becoming a billionaire. They know, yeah. and they can't allow you to have that much power and sovereignty. And so they have to compromise you in some way. Yep. And once you're compromised, then they allow you to get to that next level. Exactly, because you've already su you've shown you've submitted. You've sh exactly you've shown fealty. Right. And I think that's exactly what they do. And it's like, but that's why when we when we look at the media landscape and we and we go like, why is there no one that's telling the truth? You can't. Exactly. You can't. Because if you do, the only way you can actually get your voice out there is to be independent, to, to go with Rumble or some other alternative platform that actually allows you to tell the truth. The vast majority of people, they, it's not like many of them, I don't even think want to be liars. They're just like, I can't have a voice unless I at least hide 20% of myself. And it's a terrible negotiation. It's a, it's a deal with the devil, but I, like, I understand the rationale why people do it. I would never do it myself. But look, I at, get it. look at this ugly old hag, Richard Branson, boss, in a literal Branson dress and high heels on with red lipstick on. Uh, previously, before, 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 before this, there was, a, there was a scene where he was shaving his legs here. Here's he's uh, fake making out with another dude as he's literally feminized. It's a trend. You have seen it. 
trend. He's literally getting picked up by another dude and acting like a damsel in distress. Look at that face there. This could tie in with the decline in testosterone, too, that just men are just doing it more readily because they're all like... No, 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 no. It's definitely it's definitely ritual it's definitely ritualistic. It's it's definitely it's definitely I gotta admit it does look like that. No it's every single person that that's that's ever made it has to go through you called it a ritual. Um and I would I would absolutely agree with you. And you know, Richard Branson is connected to a lot of very prominent individuals. Some of those prominent individuals, of course, being the Obamas, as we have this photo here of Richard Branson choking out Barack Obama. Um, yes, this is a real photo from Richard Branson's private island, as the Obamas usually love to um, go to his private island and hang out with him and do um, stuff what. with. Yeah. What do they? What do the Obamas do with Richard Branson? As of course, there's a lot of consideration uh, when it comes to Mr. Barack Obama's behavior, as of course the sign behind you is signed by Larry Sinclair, our first <laughs> podcast episode ever on thebestpoliticalshow.com. You, sh you should watch that first episode ever, as there's also a lot of questions about him and his uh, productivity and his... Um, uh, let's just say proclivities. Uh, yeah, how would I describe this in a family-friendly way? His desires yes. are uh, are uh, quite interesting. His when, when talked about, some of the witnesses that spent time with him in hotel rooms uh, doing uh, some particular substances that we can't talk about here on this particular <laughs> broadcast. But with the, with the Obamas here hanging out with Richard Branson, it doesn't surprise me surprise me that Branson is a part of the club, um, especially with the possibility of uh, Michelle, or as some people say, Mike, becoming the next president of the United States. What do you guys think of, of, of Richard Branson here and their very cozy relationship with the Obamas? I don't think that... I think there's not enough information to really connect right. a serious dot on this one, but I will say this. I, I do think that there needs to be a real investigation into what happened with Obama's chef. Uh, I, I'm totally discontented with how that... Uh, was played out, and if you actually look into it in a in a non you know TDS or an OTS sort of way, like I don't I don't I don't have uh, derangement syndrome about these people, but I just think it's very strange that 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 is uh, you know written off as a, a guy who's really good at swimming gets out on a paddleboard, uh, just goes away, and then all of a sudden uh, the the tests for his his blood work uh, goes missing. It's like. You got to do better than that. Right, right. You got to do better than that. Yeah, there's just too many questions. It's, it's too bizarre. Um, what do I think about Richard Branson hanging out with them? I think it's just all big. I think it's just one big club and we're just not in it. Um, you know, he him being mentioned in Epstein's files is obviously extremely concerning. Um, the Obamas being with him is even more concerning, but... It's just one big club and we're just not in it. I, I don't, don't, I don't I, want to be in it. No, I'm good as well. I don't really want to be in it. I just want to hold my Bitcoin and keep myself to myself. That's what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I and definitely, not vote, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I value my life. I will not be ending it prematurely and I yeah. will never be wearing a dress. All right? For the record. And Shots fired, Alex Stein. Yeah. You, you sell out. I know exactly what yeah. you've done, Alex. No, no. no. He, he wore a swimsuit. Yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah, it was it horrific. Was, it was bad. Yeah. Alex Stein, what are you doing? Um, he's, he's joining the club, I guess. Yeah, yeah. you join the, the club, and then all the blaze gives you this big 
four-figure contract, bro. Like, I, I see you, dude. We see you, Alex. We're going to confront you when we see you. Um, but we can't even pull that photo he's, up because it's too, it's, no, no, it's know, too, no, it's too graphic. The, the, the photo of him in Austin in that swimsuit. Absolutely. Do not go there. Do not. Do not look up Alex Stein swimsuit. I feel like doing it Don't right do now. It. You know, no. like it. Don't do it. Uh, another person that a lot of people do not want to see in a swimsuit is, of course, Michelle Obama, that just a couple of moments ago came out and said this on national television. You know, are we moving at all fast enough? What are we doing about education? Mm. Are people going to vote? And why aren't people voting? Are we too stuck to our phones? I mean, those yeah. are the things that yeah. keep me up because you, you don't have control over them. Mm-hmm. And you wonder, where are people, where are we in this? You know, where are our hearts? What's going to happen in this next election? I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit, it affects us in ways that sometimes I think people take for granted. You know, the fact that people think that government, eh, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't really even do anything. And I'm like, oh my God, does government do everything for us? And we cannot take this democracy for granted. And sometimes I, I you know. Everything? Uh, I, I don't want the government doing everything for me. Nothing. And it does it, does it, whatever it does, it, it, it does everything crappily. And a lot of people are saying, well, this is just Michelle Obama. Just She's just doing an interview. She's just doing a podcast. She's just trying to sell some books here. Other people are saying she's using this platform yeah. as a way to test her potential for a 2024 candidacy, as even major J.P. Morgan analysts are saying uh, Joe Biden's probably going to be dropping out because of his health soon. And I think they're waiting to announce this news so there's not going to be a primary so they could just inaugurate someone into that position that won't create a situation just like Bernie Sanders created for them a couple of years ago that was very uncomfortable for them. Is Michelle Obama, or, or some people call it, call him Mike, uh, is 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 big? Uh, I already have uh, merchandise w- w- that I'm working on this. Uh, by the way, is this person going to be the next president of the United States? What? I think she's trying to run for it. That's for sure. I don't think she'll get it. Um, I think it's going to be a very long time and, and, until we see a female president. Not for any female reason, but just not for any gender reason or, or sexism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not, right. not going to have a female president, that but we're going to have uh, we're going to have Mike Obama <laughs> as president of the United States. It makes sense. I agree with you. Yeah, no, Mike, Mike, Mike Obama is going to be president, uh, right? And then it's not going to be a female. No, I just think the options, like you were saying, are, are yeah. just terrible. We've had it's Hillary like Clinton. Nikki or, Haley, who's, who's, who's the Republican. Awful, awful, no, that's the Republican terrible. Hillary. Right, she's terrible. She's just playing with um, uh, gender politics and gender ideology, yeah. uh, political ideologies and things like that. Identity politics, that's what I was trying to find the word I was going for. But I don't like her speech at all. It really bugs me. Thank her speech you. is like, um, it's so establishment. It's so, you know, who we pick matters. Yeah, we just had Democrats and now we've just had like the world wars. We've just been on the brink of World War Three. You know, we've had Russia, Ukraine, the Middle East. Everything has erupted under the Democrats. Not that I think, you know, Republicans would be any better because I am very anti-establishment, but what she's saying just it make it makes my it, it makes my blood boil because she's saying as if it, it matters, as if it really makes a difference, as if she's gonna come in and, and make it any better. I just I, don't believe it. I can't tell you how 
I like I've I've listened to a lot of politicians talk. This past week has been like it has been a test on my blood pressure. First, we have Joe Biden bragging about putting Trump supporters away for 840 years. And then you have Mike Obama coming out and saying the most like the government does everything. It's the most important thing. And I'm like, I'm like, these people are just abject evil on a, on a scale that's really hard for me to fathom. Like, I don't understand how you can, after everything we've lived through, after what they, the, the, their management of the 2020 era to today, how catastrophic that has been for humanity. And to say the government matters. Does it matter, actually? Because it seems to me that the only way in which it matters is how it is utterly destroying our existence. I can't believe that you could even talk like that. How many lives were, were lost as a consequence of, of the decisions made by the government over the past three years? How many? How many more must we lose before we actually look in the mirror and go like, oh, you guys shouldn't actually exist anymore? And the government, not the officials. But it's crazy because hearing her speak, um, and, and, like in contrast to the way that we speak about government, it's like she's talking a different language. I agree. It's like we come from completely different worlds. Uh, talking about government does everything. Government is so important. Voting really matters. We are here to save the day. And then we're on the other side of the spectrum just I, thinking government shouldn't touch anything. Yeah, leave us um, alone. You know, you're making everything worse. Everything you say is a lie. It's just fascinating to think that we are just completely opposites of the yeah. spectrum that is the dichotomy of the american existence you have those that believe in the state and those that don't right automatically my my thought process goes towards um, okay uh, you know michelle's gonna run but she's gonna mm. run and then come out as a trans person and then all the leftists and democrats are like oh my god this is such an incredible story we have to make this the first trans president of the United States and with just how woke and how crazy indoctrinated the left is, why not with how crazy 2024 has already been in, in the last few days? As of course, there's also talks about Nephilim and aliens. We're going to talk about that in a little bit here because we're here in Miami. There's a lot of uh, hearsay. There's a lot of controversy surrounding that. We're probably going to have to save that for Rumble. But this, this was also another interesting segment by Meet the Press that talked about the Obamas recently that I think is also worth noting in this conversation. As President Biden ramps up his general election campaign, there are new warning signs. The Washington Post reporting former President Obama has raised questions about the structure of President Biden's re-election campaign. Two sources confirmed to NBC News that Obama and Biden met over lunch in December and discussed the campaign, with Obama expressing deep concern about Mr. Trump's political strength. Underscoring the urgency, one source telling me this is an all-hand... Yeah, so uh, with uh, Obama and Biden... Uh, meeting and, and being extremely concerned about Donald Trump, you, you could bet your bottom dollar they're looking at all the poll numbers, specifically highlighting a situation that's not very advantageous for Joe Biden. We're, we're dealing with a situation where everyone is predicting, hey, Biden's absolutely going to lose here. He's mm. absolutely has no chance of, of winning this general election with the way that things are going off right now, especially in the Republican primary, especially with every time that they go after Trump, they make him more popular. They make him more infamous. They make him someone that they are essentially putting on the road to a path of victory. I, I think the Obamas are more involved here than ever. I would even speculate to think that they are playing a role here when it comes to this document dump that is uh, essentially going up against the Clintons. 
Barack Obama previously talked about how he wished that he was still in power without being the face of power. I still think he is. I think his his administration, the people around him during his administration are still playing a key crucial role now. And I think they're 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 worried and I think they're going to be doing some thing before this upcoming election to make sure that their people stay in power because power doesn't usually acquiesce power doesn't usually mm. just surrender itself and i don't see the the obamas that are very powerful that are very influential that are a part of pop culture that are a part of the movies we watch and we all talk about i don't see them walking away from this as i, I see them doubling down and doing extreme things to to still have an influence on america I, I remember, uh, I actually just looked this up over the past week. I can't remember the exact figures, but the Clintons coming out of the White House, as Hillary has once bragged before, uh, they were flat broke, according to her. Uh, they then get multi-million dollar book deals, and you know now they have their foundation. They end up becoming one of the most wealthy families in this country. Just huge, huge sums of money. Uh, George Bush even got $5 million or so for his, his book deal. The the Obamas got sixty million dollars for their deal with Netflix, uh, just that plus their book deals, everything else on top of it. It's just it's just so it's so disgusting how how just rife with corruption our political establishment is. Like I yeah I think it's a distinct possibility that Obama's you know serving out his third term in his underwear in his basement in D.C. Like yeah it's a possibility. Oh I agree with you completely. Yeah. But it's just it's just amazing how much money you're able to make. Like you mm. you you give sweetheart deals to Netflix or whoever is uh, the big power broker while you're in office, and then they just write you a, a you know nine figure check or something like that when you get out of power. Eight figures. He's there with uh, in his underwear with uh, a pipe filled with some uh, rocks in there that we can't mention here <laughs> with some uh, lover boy in the corner there like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. mess it up. Like, watch this movie we're going to make that's going to tell them exactly what we're going to do to them. <laughs> These dumbasses are going to see it coming. Yeah, like, I, mean, I, I could see that. I could legitimately see, see that with, with how much people loved him and allowed him to get away with so much horrible policies that he personally committed. The guy started wars. The guy extrajudiciously assassinated American citizens, kids. teenagers, kids. And then everyone's like, but he's Obama. He's the first half yeah, white exactly. Asian <laughs> black president, so he's he's cool. And I'm like, that right there was was a moment in American history that really showed us how awful things could get with how Orwellian things could get mm -hmm. with just the levels of manipulation. Sorry, you had something to say. No, I mean, I, I just agree with you. Um, I think, you know, anybody with half a brain cell knows that Biden is nothing more than a puppet and it's the Obama administration doing out its third term, as you said. Yep. Yeah, right, doing out its third term. So anybody with a brain cell knows that. Um, like you said, the policies are exactly the same. War, war, war murder, killing people. It's obviously not what we had under Trump. We have the exact same thing under Biden that we had with Obama. So yeah, he's it, in his basement in his underwear and with you, <laughs> <laughs> running, pulling the strings. I, I, it does. It really does seem so. And I, I'm just, I just want the duopoly to stop. Just please stop ruining everything. Um, I'm really concerned. Like 2024, I, I have never been as concerned about a year and I just went through 2020, which was catastrophic. Mm. And I'm I am way more concerned about this year. I just don't I do I do not see a pathway as as uh, Phil Abonte says all the time. I don't see an off ramp. I don't either, Phil. It, come late November when the the ballots are tallied and whatever, it's like how do we possibly come together and not have some sort of crazy 
uh, moment that I won't even go into detail because we're not on Rumble. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I was going to ask about elections and how you see that going, but we can save that for Rumble. Yeah, yeah. we're like yeah. a couple minutes away. We're, so we're, we're a couple minutes away from uh, total freedom and, and, and total, total ability to just have absolute free speech as our button pusher is a little distracted there, Stephanie. Uh, we, we got you. Uh, <laughs> your camera, I got you. Uh, there's a lot of different things that we definitely want to talk about. I, I've stopped myself from going off on rants that I'm just going to explode on on Rumble in the, the most craziest way possible. So to see that, go to rumble.com. Uh, you don't even have to find our channel. We're on the front page. We're, uh, I think, number two next to Don Jr., who's going live right now. So just go to rumble.com, where we, of course, will be continuing the conversation there in a more kind of unfiltered, natural way, where there's a lot of really interesting things to talk about, especially when it comes to aliens, the Nephilim, Clint's people, uh, and uh, a lot of very interesting things theories out there as of course there's a lot to say about bitcoin cryptocurrencies there's a lot to say about the german protests that are happening there we have a lot of people here on youtube what are you doing you have to vote with your clicks you have to vote with your attention and one of the best ways to do that is by signing up and showing support for independent alternative platforms like rumble again lots of really incredible people here on youtube thank you for all the super chats thank you for the conversation thank you for even the people who disagreed with us we love that we love conversation we love critical thinking we love being able to have a conversation here that that yes is a little watered down and we admit that we have a super chat here from joel Exlin saying have you listened to a stream by salty cracker he goes hard and is still on youtube we cannot bow down to youtube forever still love the show y'all see you on rumble joel uh we explained our theory of what we're doing here and uh, again we got nearly a million subscribers here on youtube this is something that i've been uh, working on for a very long time and this is where we, we reach the Kyles and Karens. This is where the normies are. This is where we, we reach people that we wouldn't normally reach. Rumble, there's a lot of people who think the way we do, and then we take them deep down the rabbit hole and then really blow their minds. Uh, but, but here, even if we do have to be careful with what we say, I see that as even a little bit advantageous because if I'm able to meet someone uh, in, in the middle road, if I'm able to, to, to guide someone in and even water down a message just a little bit, which we are admittedly, if I'm able to, to get them to see the light more through that kind of approach, I'm going to do it. And I think it's a smart approach. It's an approach that uh, Tim Pohl has been utilizing for a very long time. He has been very successful doing so. And he has his own member show. We have our own member show as well. But but once once the we, we go, to, go on Rumble, the show is totally different. You got to check it out. Rumble.com. Go to it right now if you are on YouTube as I will splurge my whole stream of consciousness against the blank, blank, blank. Uh, ruling blank, 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 people who do blank, 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 upside their blank, blank, blanks. We are going to uh, unleash a, a cataclysmic splurge on Rumble. Yes. Gosh, I'm excited. I'm excited <laughs> for this. I'm ready for this. Uh, uh, before we go over there, again, uh, rumble.com, we're on the front page. You could see us right there. Uh, Leia, for the, before we leave the YouTube audience, where can people find you and support your work? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on Twitter. I'm also on YouTube. It's just my name at Leia Heilpern. I have a podcast where I, you know, I take people down the rabbit hole as well, particularly the Bitcoin and crypto rabbit hole. I'm also on Instagram and TikTok. So yeah, come check me out across all socials. At Liberty Lockpot on X, uh, please do subscribe. If you want to support my work, you could you could actually support it there. Uh, also, libertylockdown.locals.com. Liberty Lockdown, got a new show uh, dropping later tonight. And uh, also Dave Smith coming on 
shortly. So that'll be a great episode. So make sure you subscribe. And I don't know. I also do it on Rumble too sometimes when whenever the episode's too hot. So yeah, look, if you've never if you've never actually transitioned over from YouTube to Rumble with us, do it tonight. Okay, trust me. We're going to talk about aliens. It's going to be awesome. That's one of the good transitions that you could have here. <laughs> Steph, you talk way too much. Steph, we are change on Instagram. Steph WRC on X. Stop talking so much, Steph. Jeez. <laughs> Can't get a word in that Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> utterly ridiculous here. As of course, I, I can't thank you guys enough for the support. Go to rumble.com, rumble.com forward slash we are changed, but just rumble.com. So I appreciate you guys very much. There's going to be a little bit of a delay here before we kind of go off on a free stream of consciousness where I think it's five, four, three, two, <laughs> one. Zero. The satanic pedophile <laughs> motherfuckers out there want to cuck oh, all the fucking guys out there. That's why they put them in skirts. That's why they fuck them in the ass in front of all these other motherfuckers out there on video camera so then they can have compromise. And that's the number one music artist that all these fucking little tweens fucking celebrate and love all the fucking time. Justin Bieber, all of them, every single last one of them have done awful, horrible, bad, evil, bad things. And these are the people that are worshipped in our society because there's compromise on them. They are beta cuck little bitches. Every last one of them. Well, since we're now able to tell the truth, uh, yeah, the government's responsible for the death of 10 million people plus all over the world by creating COVID in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Uh, Anthony Fauci still hasn't been charged, even though he lied about it egregiously in front of Congress. What the fuck are we talking about, Michelle? The government is so important. You fucking kill people by the millions. I can't even believe that we're like in the same planet. By the way, yeah, you were in Miami. Uh, are we still on the same planet? Were, did you fucking see aliens? What the hell happened? But do, do you also want to get anything off of your chest now yeah, that sorry. we are here on, on Rumble? Uh, cool. That's what we... I mean, not really. I mean, look, I'm just so... I, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just so anti-government and <laughs> I don't think that the election makes a difference. Um, you know, we were talking about Michelle Obama thinking that like the election is so important. You said that you're so terrified for the election that's coming up. I don't care. Like, no, I, no. I just, I, I can't explain. It's it. like, not the I outcome just, that I'm concerned about. What are you concerned about? Because for me, like the people's reaction to it. But then, then like remove yourself from that environment. Like I just America. Don't. No, but like yes, <laughs> it's not yes, all over America. Remove yourself from America. It's, it's like it's not all over America. Like you know, go to a place in America where you're surrounded by like-minded people, where it's safer. You know, you're armed. It's better. I just think that like the I election did. is 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 fake. It's rigged. I don't think it makes a difference. I personally don't vote. I'm so un interested in what Michelle Obama has to say. Instead, I'm interested True. in where I put my money. Because, you know, like you said, you want to vote with your attention, but also vote with your finances. And if, like, the government doesn't have your money, then they don't have anything. Um, and so, we'll, we'll talk about Bitcoin and everything. But yeah. for me, I just, I think it's all bullshit and I have, I'm just so disillusioned by it. Even, even Jeffrey Epstein's list, like, I don't care. Mm. Like, it doesn't make a difference to me because corruption... Is, is inevitable. There'll always be more and more corruption. I think it's important, obviously, that we have these conversations and so people are aware of how corrupt the government is and, we, right. you know, we can wake them up, red pill them, orange pill them, whatever you want to, whatever pill, black pill them, white pill them. But ultimately, it doesn't make a difference to me. And it don't, I don't think it makes a difference to You don't think society. it makes a difference to red pill people? What do you mean? In what, to in like what way? wake them up to the corruption of, of government so that they don't believe in it anymore? No, no. In, in that sense, okay. I think it makes a difference. I think we do have to wake people up so they realize just how corrupt government is. But past that point, 
Yeah, what are you going to do with it? You can't do anything about it. You really think you're going to abolish the FBI? No. I do. How are you going to abolish the FBI? Awareness. With awareness, with people talking about it and these things happening and it being so pertinent now it's like wow how is this happening okay well now we get to have a conversation about it with the kyles and karens or whatever like you guys say right so yeah. these people will be able to wake up just like you've already woken up and, right and then that way it becomes so evident and obvious that things are gonna have to change Look, if i'm pro waking up the, sorry i'm pro waking up the kyles and the karens 100 percent. you you have to do that but past that point i just don't think we're gonna see the revolution that we want unless we do something about the money. the money. I always think it. I always think the, the the money is the foundation of everything. But but that that is that foundation is built on sand. So like that's going to that's going to happen anyways. We're going to have a financial reset at some point in the not too right. distant future. So I think that that's the reason I'm so I'm so like compelled to wake people up in this era, and especially with with Bitcoin too, is that I want to give people kind of their their life vest so then they can offer a life vest to somebody else. I think that's very important. But the the reason I I think that the ab- abolition of the FBI is is now on the table. It's not the Luke Rudkowski's or the Clint Russell's or the layers of the world that are actually talking about abolishing the FBI. It's Tucker Carlson is a dude who's got tens of millions of people that really take his opinion seriously. Mm. You have Joe Rogan that's saying the same thing. You have all of these influential people that this would have been totally outside of the bounds wackoville if you were talking about abolishing the FBI. Even after they fucking lit 27 kids on fire at Waco, it was still crazyville to talk about abolishing the FBI. Now people take it seriously. Yeah, I, I remember a couple years ago where I was talking about the Epstein stuff and the pedophile stuff and the Bohemian Grove, male prostitutes being shipped in, uh, male porn stars being secretly uh, in the White House during the Bush years, and everyone's like, oh, you're you're crazy. You're, you're just utterly insane. There's no way that there's a right. child rape and trafficking operation yeah. going on. And now everyone, everyone, everyone kind, kind of knows about it on the heels of the government trying to forcefully inoculate and jab everyone with a rushed experimental gene therapy. Mm-hmm. So there is a larger uh, awakening. And I do agree with you with that one point you made, uh, particularly when it comes to uh, voting with your dollar being more important than voting uh, just in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do believe where you invest, what you spend your time on, where you put your money absolutely matters. And we're going to get into Bitcoin in, in a little bit because we've been talking about Bitcoin since like 2012. We've been talking about Bitcoin for a very long time and a lot of people see Bitcoin as a way out. Some people see Bitcoin as a CIA psyop. That's another topic (laughs) before even just getting into that. But I do believe it is extremely important to expose the pedophiles in our society, to expose the demons, the Satans. Uh, You know, what I wanted to talk about on YouTube is specifically how a lot of uh, philosophers, a lot of scholars, a lot of people also kind of all talk about one thing that I find very interesting, and that is essentially boiling d- down from my understanding of it is how the demons come through the asshole. That's how a lot of people see it, and, and this is why a lot of people say this is why a lot of the male celebrities in our society need to get penetrated in the ass on camera by a bunch of guys in order to, of course, get approved to be in the club, to be a part of that. And this is why a lot of people believe that that is kind of satanic, and this is the the, the club that they're all in, and this is the kind of mafia that they're all in, and this is their ritual, as well as dressing up as a female, dressing up as a girl, effeminizing and destroying any kind of legitimate kind of masculine strong frame as as almost every depiction of men on on television on advertisements on tv shows it's always one of just a, a fat blubbering utter idiot especially if they're white guys um and that that perception that subconscious subliminal
real warfare that has been waging against people, that has been destroying the family unit, that has been destroying a cohesive community, is something that is extremely pervasive. A lot of people play a part of, in, in it, and I think they should be called out more than ever. And I think every person's uh, thinking, every person's consciousness, even on a hippy-dippy uh, spiritual level, absolutely matters. And the more people that, that kind of move away from the system, don't give it power, don't give it money, don't give it energy, the better off we are. And we could do that in many ways. Bitcoin is one of them. I, I've been doing asshole stuff for fucking years, and I'm still not at the t- highest <laughs> echelons of power. And it's just, it's, just like, it's just like, what the fuck, man? Sorry. I don't. <laughs> Clint reflecting over there. <laughs> How do I how do I how do I respond to to that? Uh, should we talk Should we talk about the probing aliens? Yes. I think that's a perfect segue. Yes, yes. that's a perfect segue. So, so Leia, Leia was in Miami. She was right. driving. We're, we're, past, all, we're all in Miami. No, I know, yeah. I know. But, but she was actually <laughs> no. driving past this. this I was mall. there that night. Yeah. I was there. And yeah. you said you got out of your car. Right. Give, give was for this, those. Were you uh, at Bayfront Park? Uh, Bayfront Park. Oh, that's the station. I was yeah. that. I was on um, the Boulevard. What's it called? Bayside Biscayne, Biscayne, Biscayne. Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, Biscayne Boulevard by Bayside Marketplace. Okay. I was driving by, and I saw hundreds of police cars. Like hundreds. And actually, initially, I actually didn't think too much of it because there's always police cars in that area. But then, as I got closer, I've never seen anything like this before. There was just. They say like 30 police cars. I wasn't. There was like 200 police cars. There's also a helicopter in the sky. Um, and so, I don't know. I thought there was some kind of terrorist attack. I, I didn't really know what happened. I'd never seen anything like this in Miami. And like I said, there's always cops around, but never quite like this. So I did. I, I pulled up. I got out of the car. I started talking to people. I know it sounds really ridiculous. And I can see you have like a spaceship there. So I'm just like, like in the zone. But no, I started talking to people and... Um, People were saying they saw things. I don't know what to tell you. They said that they saw things. They, uh, one woman told me that she saw like, something that looked like the, something from the movie Alien in the 1980s. One person told me that they saw something moving that looked kind of strange. I don't know. I, I, started, um, I started to get out my phone. I wanted to do some interviews. And um, the cops were basically pushing people away and were saying, like, you know, you had to leave the area because of security reasons or whatever. And they asked me to delete the video. So I, I deleted the video. I only got, like, a couple of seconds, so I didn't get much. Um, Did you l- delete the video because the police told you to yeah. delete the video? Yeah. Uh, they can't really do that. I know, yeah. but I'm not American. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to get deported, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I've only got a few years on my the, visa. The people that you spoke to, did they seem crazy? Uh, one woman seemed in a state of panic. Like, I'm not going to lie. People in... It, People in Miami, out at that time, in that area, are slightly, you know, interesting people. You only have to be yeah. from Miami and live here to know the kind of people that you do get in that <laughs> this area. This is downtown Miami. This, this is, downtown, is where all yeah. the crazy homeless people are at. Basically, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And also, and also, like, I, I actually really like Bayside Marketplace. Uh, my brother and I go there quite a lot. They have some good shops. But the clientele in general are a little off. Um, you know, you know, it's not brickle. It's not, you right. know, it's not, um, it's not South Beach. I love Beach. the way she says it. Brickle. It's not brickle. It's not South Beach. It's, it's not, not the Yuppie design Central. district. No, it's definitely a tourist place. <laughs> well, to- tourist, but then past tourist, it's very much a weird local place, I feel. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. <laughs> gangster shit. Right. So, you know, people there, they might have their own ideas. I don't know. Anyway, I did speak to some people. They told me they saw some weird things. Did, um, did any of them say the eight foot thing? Yeah. Like, okay. All of them. Everyone was like eight to ten feet tall. What the fuck? I don't know. It's it's really weird. Well, we have a we have a video us. of Tell allegedly. 
we have a video. That was it. Yeah. An eight to what? A person in the sky flying, walking? No, what, the, what are we talking the, about the, here? the woman said she saw something that it looked like it was out of the film Alien, the 1980s film Alien. So I tried to interview her. Then the police literally were like, you have to delete that. Do you believe them? That's what I want to know. I believe in aliens. So I, do I, but I don't believe in this story necessarily. So do you believe that, that that's what happened that night? Like partly, mainly because there was a helicopter in the sky and it was like shining a beam down to like see what was going on. And I don't know, I saw some like weird glimpse of something and it really freaked me out. So oh, we, really? we got in the car and we left, to be honest, because it, it, it was really weird. And then the electricity in the area also went out. Yeah, I know that. So I don't know why they why they would do that. But you have to understand like, why that many cops in Miami? I, even even if it was just kids playing with fireworks and sticks, like that's just quintessential Miami at this point. You know that yeah. that's just how it is here. Well, why would you send hundreds of cops? Exactly. Cars? It's it is it's very strange. I, like I I'm it still is. I'm still I'm still far from convinced because it just it just seems completely and utterly <laughs> unfeasible that there wouldn't be high quality footage of this if there's hundreds of people that saw this. That just that I'm there is lowers footage from. Um, I had a friend that that literally uh, lived um, over overlooking the entire park, and I was like, "What's going on?" She was like, "Oh, I slept through it." And I'm like, "Come on!" <laughs> I I do have some uh, police officers that are friends of mine here, um, and they haven't told me anything. Uh, they haven't come to me, and I, and I you know spent some time with them be, uh, after this incident. So um, you know, th there is some some grainy footage um, happening. Uh, well, no, I was just gonna say like, there's shootings in Miami all the time people getting murdered there won't be that many cop cars though. they ignore like it in fact at the video now and even when i'm a miami native so i know all that right guys area, it's not that many cop cars i've on never a normal seen day. anything helicopters like yes there are helicopters in the air on a normal day looking for things that's fine but just the amount of cop cars in that one moment there that is definitely what, you know, was, it, was it Clint in his natural skin suit? <laughs> Clint, was that you? Uh, I, I cannot confirm or deny, but I, I am a Nephilim. What's the official story? What are they that saying? That it was like juveniles playing with sticks. But you also have to understand that it's what? also... <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know what sticks are. The, so they, we, the, have, we, have a, we have the official response here by the Miami PD that did release a video uh, statement about this. We could play it just yeah. to see their side of the story here. But there's also a lot of fake news going around that the Miami... In Miami airport were shut down. I haven't seen that corroborated. I haven't seen the Miami airport actually be shut down. I heard some flights uh, were shut, but uh, I don't know how true that is. But that's Miami. There's always flights uh, shut down in Miami. Like the airport here sucks. It's horrible. It's yeah. absolutely atrocious. And I always like whenever I'm flying out of Miami, I'm like no connecting flights ever, ever, because you're always going to miss it. Yep. Uh, you're always not going to make your flight. There's weather interferences. It just it's it's a nightmare. Uh, but this is what the police department said in response to all of this with their official statement on the matter. All right, guys. So just to address a few clips that are going viral on social media right now. First, our response to that uh, big incident in Bayside Marketplace. What happened was there was about 50 or more juveniles that were shooting fireworks at people. There was also some looting going on. So officers that were on that scene were having a little bit of trouble containing it. So they called what is called the Citywide 3, which every officer in the city responded. That's why you saw so much police presence for for that call to contain that crowd. Now, there is now video going viral of eight to 10 foot aliens walking around Bayside. It's actually just a person walking with a shadow. So I can confirm 
to you all here today right now that there are no aliens in Miami in Bayside Marketplace at the moment. Fuck so it's Friday. Aliens. I hope you guys have a great oh weekend and stay safe. I love the, the Miami it, accent also makes me laugh. It's so Miami. My, my official response. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> you, an authority figure telling me. Yeah. No, no, Honestly, um, I kind of believe this guy. Press number one in the chat if you believe this guy and if you think the police officers are telling the truth. Press number two in the chat if you believe that they are lying. Let me know what you think uh, through the chat here as, of course, we'll let the audience uh, members speak here. Personally, um, you know, they did release funny graphics. They did release that kind of funny music uh, around this. Uh, there has been a lot of fake information uh, about this, but if there actually was a real Nephilim alien demon disclosure how else would they be uh re responding to it differently is a question that a lot of people are asking themselves yeah. too i mean you i mean do you remember was it last year a year ago or something where they put a curfew on um on south beach mm -hmm. because it was getting really violent yeah. during spring um, break yeah during spring break thank you yeah it was like march during spring break they put a curfew on it was getting really violent there was a lot of looting but even then you didn't have the kind of response that we saw just now there's never been a response like this so there's more to the story whatever they whatever I, I don't it even is you know if there was that many cops on 9 11 like two hundred cops, like it's it's unbelievable. The, like it's just such a such an like overshowing of force for what they're describing as you know shoplifting and kids with fireworks. It just doesn't add up. Now I I certainly have like I think that there should be given that there was hundreds of people at this mall and all of them have cell phones with advanced resolution cameras and no one gets a good clean shot of this thing. That's fucking strange to me. Well, I have a question. Say you're out and like you see a weird creature. I just don't think the first thing you do is pull out your phone. Not, I just don't. Not the I first thing, but as a, as a fellow Nephilim, I would be like, yo, what's up, bro? Like, <laughs> uh, keep it chill, keep it chill. Uh, I'm no. grabbing my gun right away. Like, yeah, what, exactly. what, what the hell? But, but that, was, that was some of the reports is that people were shooting at the thing. Exactly. Yes. So I, like, I still haven't got confirmation on that, but if that's true, then it, it adds to the belief that, okay, maybe they did see something fucking wild because if I saw a fucking Nephilim for real, for real, yeah, I'm... <laughs> you're, you're not getting out your phone. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the the forty how many forty kids throwing fire fireworks or something that also sounds really weird. Like forty of them. Mm. Where are they? Who but are it, they? It could be some like TikTok trend or something. Who knows? That's like so above my. Well, for, for right now, there's no real footage. There's only footage from uh, above from one of the skyscrapers. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, there's that. It we looks, have some. Uh, we it, have a, a mysuperchat.com from Mr. Glista saying, "I wrote a song about the scandal in 2020 called DSL on LSD. Give her a listen." We got another uh, Rumble rant from Scoozy Q Love saying, "Drone Obama, absolutely." And another one from Ian Crossland that up, uh, we keep replaying the the audio clip of him uh, yeah. screaming at Alex Jones <laughs> so and, um, and the crowds of scenes. Uh, we're going to make that a meme uh, because it deserves to be a meme. Shouts out to Ian Crossland. He's going to be visiting us here in a little bit. He says, are they working on chimeras in the Miami area? Great questions. Chimeras are an actual real thing that the U.S. government is working on, especially when it comes to gene splicing, genetic editing, and creating crazy monster creatures and hybrids um, that may even include man-bear pigs. Uh, that, that's a real thing. That's literally the type of crazy stuff that, that scientists are, are working on when it comes to playing God. And this is why, when, when it comes to this story, I, think, I, I say anything and everything is possible I, here. I think it's more probable that it's like a Project Bluebeam or a, or a false flag mm. kind of psychological operation to get people. Because like, 
this is this is very conspiratorial, but this was right when the the document dump happened with Epstein, and it was like, all right, now now I had. I had one of the most viral tweets in my fucking life. It, it had went so viral. So I saw. viral. 35 million impressions last I checked, which was like over a day ago, uh, 30 plus thousand likes or something crazy like that, or 70,000, 80,000. I don't even know. Uh, but it was like, okay, why is this, why is the algo picking this up so heavily? Like right as like some real news shit is happening, which I was also talking about too. It's just interesting. I don't know. Now is the, are, are the, the alien disclosures there to cover up the Epstein documents or are the Epstein documents there to cover up the alien disclosures? Oh, now you're is a question that a really lot of people deep. should be asking themselves. There's, there's a post on uh, Reddit conspiracy that a lot of people are also sharing that reads, hi all, I'm from Miami here and it happened again last night. So I thought I would share last night around 11, 12, Instagram starts blowing up with the Miami buzz. Most of my feed is covering things in the sky. Then Instagram news media team from Miami posted it and the response to the empty building. I can't post the link here, and I'm not sure if I can say the Instagram handle on this subreddit. Uh, again, who knows what they're crapping yeah. saying here. But they're saying that there was also a lot of weird things in the sky, and, and there is because a lot of satellites are also launched here in Florida, and you could see them pretty prominently here in Miami. Or is it, a, is it an alien cover-up <laughs> well, or a demon cover-up? If, you, if you've been paying attention, there there is a, an increasing amount of like really high-quality footage of UFOs, but they're like truly unidentified flying objects. I, I don't know what the fuck they are. Um, but it does seem as if there's a real uptick. But the problem is there's also an incredible uptick in the capacity for CGI to, to doctor footage and to do mm. things like that. I mean, you could just like put filters that make you. Yeah, we uh, had all these alien, uh, the, the, you know, uh, doc documented cases when there's no cell phones. Now we have cell phones and we barely have alien disclosures. What, what the hell's really going on here? <laughs> That's the question I'm asking. I remember I was there storming Area 51 uh, and I was disappointed. <laughs> I was absolutely disappointed with the, the storming. And uh, I, I, I think this is something that is, is, is galvanizing a lot of people's attention because for many years now, people were saying, hey, there's aliens out there. And the government was saying, absolutely not. Now the government's coming out and saying, hey, there's aliens out there. And a lot of people are saying they're probably lying. There's probably no yeah. aliens at all. Uh, we're also just like 400, uh, I think 200 or 300 people away from being the number one show on Rumble right now. Beating Donald Trump so, Jr.? Oh, Donald Trump has like 7.2. We have 7,000 people go. watching live. So thank Let's you go. all, you amazing people. Share this broadcast with your That's friends you. and family nice. members. We really <laughs> appreciate you. your support. And you guys will be able to call in if you are members of LukeUnfiltered.com. So I'm going to be posting the link now in the description. You could sign up for less than $8 a month. And then, of course, when you do, go on the Telegram channel. I'm going there now. Anyone wants to call in, please let me know. And I will, of course, be picking on you so we could start the conversations. Now, should we discuss the illegal aliens in uh, New York City stabbing each other and killing each other? over food nah. and gang violence <laughs> or should we discuss the major protests happening right now in Germany that yeah. many people are calling the next kind of yellow vest movement the next latest Canadian trucker protest movement that is getting a lot of attention and there are nationwide blockades by farmers, by truckers saying enough is enough of the globalist UN 2030 climate change bullshit fucking policies that they're implementing on the people there who are absolutely being obliterated by government bureaucracy. A lot of the people calling the shots in Germany, especially their energy minister, they're all connected to, of course, the Bilderberg Group. They're all connected to individuals who are there trying to make life more difficult for everyone. We have a small clip on the ground there of one of these protesters, and this is what he had to say. We are always prepared, yeah. And 
and this is the uh, the most frequent highway in Germany. The most used the highway most in used Germany? High, actually in Europe, to be honest. Oh, wow. Yeah, too. <clears throat> so it's not it's not normal to stand here, but um, no, we, we are we are sick of lies. We are sick of trying to get rid of our jobs. It's not only farmers, it's the, uh, the lorry drivers, it's the normal workers, everybody is sick of politicians who have no idea what they're talking about, who have no education to tell us how our lifestyle should look like. And this is the result of four years trying to get in contact with polit politicians, talking to them on an equal level, but they won't listen. And now we have no other choice than to demonstrate and it's our right and yes one of the highest rights especially in germany yeah to demonstrate we are not violent this is all friendly um, you can see we have a we have a small gap and people can drive through police ambulances everybody can come through but um this is only this is only the tip of the t tip of the iceberg to be honest because all over in germany we have this is the west we have Dutch uh, farmers coming over to support yep, us in the, the east. We have um, um, Hungarian farmers, Polish farmers, and we are all united in in um, getting rid of politicians. That's because the politicians in Germany are filled of scheiße, and they absolutely deserve to be called out as the policies that they have been implementing there has been absolutely wrecking havoc on some of the poorest and some of the people in the middle class that are being absolutely obliterated by them. And in my opinion, farmers are way more important than politicians, and there is an entire war on farmers. These EU policies are absolutely insane. And it's good seeing farmers actually come together and say enough is enough. What do you guys think about this protest? And how are they going to be attacking it and trying to stop it from Yeah, being? well, I just quick shout out to the uh, the European version of Luke Radowski. It's uh, Ava Vladerblok. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. But her name is very confusing. She's an absolute yeah. smoke show. She's like such an improvement upon Luke. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, but she, she was with the Dutch farmers and now she's with the German farmers. I love it. I love that there's actually like, you know, renegade journalism that's, that's covering these stories. Uh, same with the Canadian trucker convoys. Uh, this is very important. That, like what what this is all a byproduct of is really a, a technocratic elite that are trying to take over the world. They're, they're globalists. They they concoct these plans through the United Nations, through the European Union Commission, uh, through the World Economic Forum. Like uh, she was talking about earlier, like how how the political class and kind of who wins in November doesn't matter. I tend to agree. What does matter, though, is that the Amer that the not just the American people, but the people of the world mm. rise up and say no more to these people that are that are trying to abuse those that are responsible for putting food on our plates. You're talking mass famine if these people in their carbon lunacy are actually seen to fruition, like it'll destroy civilization as we know it. So I support these guys entirely. Yeah, I mean, I'm, as a British person, I'm glad I voted to leave the EU. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, you know, that that's what they're, they're trying to do, create that, um, you know, that they are these globalist elite. They want absolute control and they want to abolish the, the middle class and the working class. And I think they, you know, we, we talk about um, wanting to create a more equal society, but not equal at all they want them on the top and us on the bottom no more middle class it's i always say it's gonna be like the have nots and the have yachts that's how i Ooh, see that's how i see the world going um i think the protests are great you know i don't i don't think anyone should stay home and and just accept what's being done to them um but i, I you know i'm i don't like to be so cynical but i just don't know what they are going to do like i feel that there is an agenda 
and the agenda will be implemented eventually. The question is, what are you doing on a individual level to protect yourself? I just don't see any amount of protest being able to stop what's happening, essentially. That's Man, the way I look at it. That's dark. Because, look, like we saw what happened during COVID. They literally were able to get away with it. And the thing is, they the COVID ended because they wanted it to end and they were ready for it to end. They achieved vaccinating X amount of the world population. That's what they wanted and that's why it ended. 70%. Right. So of not, the American population. I thought that was global. No, 70% uh, in, in the United States. But well, it's but more globally, right? I think it's, I believe it's more I globally. thought it was very comparable, but I could be wrong. Okay, well, either way, they achieved what they wanted to achieve. And so now they moved on to their next target. It's about destroying the, destroying everything globally. Yeah. Um, well, th this is this is actually why I... I I struggle to accept your your uh, opinion on this. So black or pills. Well, no, <laughs> lots of black pills. So yeah, black no, pills. No, lots of white pills yesterday, by the way. Uh, but yeah, today's yeah, a black the, pill the, episode. The reason the reason I, I can't I can't accept it actually is because if I am to accept that, what we're talking about is a global technocratic plot to basically eliminate the food supply. Because yeah. that, that's what they're yeah, doing. Exactly. Yeah, so, that's so, exactly so what they're how doing. How the fuck can I prepare myself for that? How can I just like extricate okay, myself from that Okay, this is how you prepare system? yourself. Permaculture. I, I have Bitcoin. Here. I have Bitcoin. Food and now it's okay. No, 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 no. Okay, this is how we prepare ourselves. Okay, we firstly we build communities like this where we're like-minded, we're connected, we have a network of people where we can help each other. We vote with our feet. Literally, we go move and live in communities whereby we're we're happier, we're more like-minded. I mean, you know, take take like El Salvador as an example, right? El Salvador adopted Bitcoin as legal tender, despite the fact that the entire world, the IMF, the the American government, the Fed, whatever, the entire world, um, you know, shamed them for it, told them that it was going to be terrible. Even El Salvador had a completely different COVID response. They actually put out an ad which said during COVID, the best way to get better is to exercise, is to get some fresh air, is to smile, is to speak to people. So what I'm saying is not all, not the entire globe is a part of this plan. So by building communities and voting with your feet, I think that's how you prepare. By being awake, by making yourself, um, you know, globalist proof, making yourself AI proof and all of this. On, on, on Rumble, Polar Mr. Work says, have children, get fit and rich and be healthy and eat meat. And I would agree. That, that's absolutely awesome. I would, I would disagree with your point a little bit because I think these protests are important, not because they're going to stop whatever is coming, not because they're going to effectively impact the policy that they're protesting, but because they're going to bring people together that were never together, that right. are aligned in the same kind of principles and the same kind of thinking that could work together through an anarchistic decentralized way where they help each other out and are able to kind of skirt the rules, skirt the regulations and skirt the bullshit and be able to freely kind of uh, have commerce with each other, exactly. whether through dollars or, or Bitcoin or with cryptocurrency or with gold or with silver and leave the system and be able to have this kind of larger support network. But there, there well, is that. Yeah. I completely agree with you with that. I agree with you because I think the only way to survive is to have community. And I think that creates community. It brings people together and it does allow a network even for me i i you know the, the i operate more efficiently because i have community and i have like-minded people around me who can help me with different things and i can help them with different things and that's the only way that you know I, i'm able to survive in this world because i have community sure. with like-minded people well i i tend to think that this is actually more meaningful just simply because we're not talking about france or even spain where the people 
kind of protest and riot pretty readily. We're talking about Germany, folks. Like, Germany doesn't do this. I think this is a really big deal, actually. I think this is an inflection point across the EU. You have the Netherlands. Now you have Germany. You've seen France going fucking ballistic for years now. Mm -hmm. uh, Spain as well. I think that there is a real tipping point where the, the have-nots are fighting back against the have-yachts, as you coined so eloquently. And I'm, I'm very hopeful. And I, I really think that, like, you will see massive violence if if these plans are actually rolled out and if that if that occurs you know you're right it's great to to move to el salvador to create your community have your farm to like all of these things are great advice i have a lot of loved ones that don't have that will not follow me on that path and and i'm going to fight until the bitter end to make sure that they don't live in a in a world that is crumbling around them and there's starvation and everything else but i have a question for you do you not think in some ways that this violence and instability is actually what they want there's a distinct possibility that it's what they want because primarily it allows them to shred the remainder of our legal protections i think that's exactly what happened on january 6th i think it was largely a setup to to enable or empower the fbi to hunt and ultimately criminalize trump supporters which i am not one of um, but I think I think that's why they, they like violence. Yes. Right. And, and, and the same thing is true in Canada, because when the truckers protested, Justin Trudeau said this was domestic terrorism. Right. And so they were able to implement those powers. And so, you know, there's there's like several things going on. You know, the first thing is either you can just put up and shut up and then you, you have that problem and everyone obviously just uh, there's turmoil and poverty and so on. Um, or you protest and that creates more violence. But I don't see how that's better either because well, yes you create community and everything that you're saying and i do agree with you but also it just creates it just creates um so target much on your back it creates a civil war you're living in war right? right this is europe this isn't like the middle east you create war and instability and that's not a better life either so i think in some ways they 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 win you know i remember i remember during covid all of europe was was protesting and rioting and it was actually really sad to see because as a european that's not how Europe is. And so in some ways they still won because of all the riots and the protests and the looting. But were the, were the protests targeted towards the lockdowns? I thought it was a lot of it was like Black Lives Matter shit too. No, the lockdowns. I mean, in France, they had enough of it. Okay. Well, yeah. that's good to hear. Well, the French always kind of uh, pop French. off and they go pretty crazy. I, I covered a lot of the yellow vests on a lot of the, the protests in France. I covered protests all over the world. The, the French protests that I covered were the most brutal and yeah. the most craziest. I mean, they had they had fake dragons made out of carts that were emitting fire that they were throwing at police officers. There was Molotov cocktails flying left and right, officers on fire. I saw a protester literally get his hand blown off in France. Wow. So, so people... people don't understand just how crazy a lot of this kind of civil unrest could get it got pretty serious in france where the government there literally planned on gassing and killing people if they stormed uh the government buildings in paris during yeah. the yellow vest movements that's an actual real story of how far they were considering going killing people with gas attacks if they tried to, of course, get into the government buildings. Uh, we have another super chat here by Skewzy Q Love saying, remember when the government killed the buffalo to control the Native Americans? Now they are killing our cows and blaming their farts. Absolutely. Which brings me up to point. the article that I already had lined up. Skewzy Q, we're definitely in line here uh, with your super chat as, of course, we have this article from just a couple months ago detailing how Ireland was looking to kill 200,000 cows 
in order to fight climate change. Yes, this is a real article. Yes, we see Bill Gates and other crazy eugenicist, sociopathic, Jeffrey Epstein friend-loving assholes coming out and literally devise plans to have bags over cows' asses so we could collect their farts. This is this is the level of insanity. This is the level of, 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 of crazy people that you're dealing with that believe we have to stop regenerative farming, we have to stop individuals producing their own food in order to reduce carbon. And in reality, you are the carbon that they want to reduce. There's, there's no ifs or ands about it. It's pretty clear when you get rid of cows, when you get rid of farms, and you get rid of individuals' abilities to, to feed themselves and to have energy, you're, you're running a eugenics operation. How else could you, could you see it? Yeah, well, and you know, for, for my sake, I would like to see that headline shifted from uh, just cows to politicians. Then I'm on board. <laughs> then, then we can actually roll that way. Uh, look, to your point about about violence and, and and riots and things and how it's it's ultimately a net negative. Yeah. I think I think it largely is, but it, the real reason that it has been is because it hasn't really been violent. It's been like like riots. It's it's been very very low level violence. I think that the problem is that if they push the American people, like the, the whole the whole foundation of America and our, our capacity for self defense is the Second Amendment, and that that we ultimately can throw off our government if it gets too fucking out of hand. I think that 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 fear has to sit there. As I've said a thousand times, I'm a very peaceful person. I am clearly not advocating for violence. The reason, though, that we get armed up is if y'all get crazy, we go crazy. That's like that's the whole reason it exists. So these people have to know that there's a threshold at which they have gone too far. And all of the suffering that they're trying to bring to bear against us, we will bring it to them. But, you know, I know, again, this is so cynical. and I know you won't like this, but... I don't like it already. Go ahead. Okay, cool. So like, <laughs> what I'm saying is they already know that there's no too far because you because your guns aren't really going to defend you. Now, I oh, am very pro-Second Amendment. You're from the no, UK. I'm pro-Second pro <laughs> Amendment. I'm, I'm, I'm so pro-Second Amendment. Uh, okay, Pierce Morgan. <laughs> female Pierce, Pierce Morgan. If, if, I, I want my own gun. If I could have a gun, I would. I'll only marry a man that has a gun. You uh, know, good. like I'm pro-Second Amendment. You know, we did the tactical training and different things. I'm pro-Second Amendment. However, what I will say is the world has changed. Like we're not in the 1700s anymore, the 1800s where we go to war physically, right? Of course, yeah. We, have, we live in a psychological war, a technological war where your guns can't really protect you. Like by, you know, they're vaccinating the cows. So the food that you eat is gonna hurt you. Your guns aren't really gonna protect you. Um, it's in the water. It's in the food that we eat. It's you know, did did the did the gun protect you against losing your job because you know you had to take the vaccine? No, I can't remember why I brought this. Oh, because yeah, they, they can't go too far. There's, I don't. I don't see how they're going to be stopped. If, if well, there's, if we fifth, don't have there's fifth generational warfare happening right now that psychologically is making people kind of uh, kill themselves in in a, well, exactly. in a slow, methodical way. Um, and and this is not conventional warfare. This is unconventional warfare yeah. fought with information, fought with propaganda, fought with misinformation, and the the highest, uh, most respected people in our society being bought off and giving some of the worst advice to individuals that of course, hinders and destroys them. Everything that people are told to do by the establishment, by the mainline institutions in our society, 
they get fucked over when they comply, when they go to that school, when they get that loan, when they get that degree, when they get that office job, when they comply and get the vaccines and they eat the food that they're told to eat and they suck down those seed oils and that high fructose corn syrup, they're left in a situation where they are fat, sick and dead. And that's exactly where the government nearly wants you. They want you just on the brink of death, but still alive to pay your taxes and do a little bit of work to sustain this entire system that, of course, they're just figuring out and calculating how do we milk this human cow even more to the last freaking drop for our benefit and screw everyone else over. And this is why, again, I actually disagree with you, Clint. I think self-defense is extremely important. We do the tactical training class. I think almost everyone here did the tactical. I do tactical self-defense training here in Miami. I shot Clint a lot. It's fun. I really I really enjoyed that. Every speaker that every everyone I know, I'm like, hey, let me take you tactically training. I think it's absolutely important, but I think what's more important is you going to the gym, you exercising, you having a, a proper diet, and you having alternatives to the U.S. dollar uh, that, of course, incentivize you to be the best, strongest version of yourself because being happy and healthy is a modern day of resistance. Um, Agreed. That, that I think we should prioritize more than just saying, hey, guys, you guys should have guns. Oh, well, I, I, look, I'm not, this is not a binary choice. So I don't think we actually disagree. I, I agree with both of your assessment from an individual basis. We ought to be preparing. We ought to be living a happy, healthy, reproductive life and, and uh, you know, excelling and doing basically everything they don't want us to be doing. Completely agree with that. But I do not agree at all that, that the threat of violence is no longer a, a viable component. The, the reason that people didn't rise up during the lockdowns is because they were put under a, a fear spell. They were convinced that that they were actually like they were morally, uh, you know, correct to be ruining the economy on a global scale. What we're talking about now, if you actually uh, permit the, the farmers to be thrown off their land and to have 200,000 uh, cows uh, called, that's it. Like you will see, you will see starvation on a scale that we have not seen in modern times, and and in that environment, it doesn't matter if people have guns or not. They will tear people to fucking shreds. That that will happen. You've already seen it in in Africa when there's real uh, famines there. If that ha if that comes to Europe, I don't care how docile people are. I don't care how psychologically fucked up they are. If they're starving, they are going to fuck politicians up. And I'm okay with that. Well, if you look at the history of Europe, um, it, it's not a very peaceful history. <laughs> There's a yeah. lot of war in, yeah. in Europe. I think, I think I think more than uh, almost anywhere else on, on the on the world uh, world stage, um, especially with the conditions there that have always made it a, a very tough situation for the local populations that had to fight for resources. Now, with the ruling elites limiting the resources to the general public, this does create a, a, a very awful situation where some of the poorest people, some of the hungriest people get screwed over. And I think a lot of the central controllers realized after World War I and World War II, it's, it takes a lot to, to, to kill all these people. It takes a lot to, to call the populations. And if you really want to destroy a population, you do it in a way where they destroy themselves. Yep. Uh, energetically, they do this in many different ways, especially with all the health advisories, especially with all the bullshit, especially with all the PFAs and forever chemicals and chemicals in your clothes and in your cooking, uh, heart, you know, cooking wear. Washing it, it, the it, clothes detergents, yeah, everything. The, every furniture 
water, uh, the new car smell, all of that. There, there are so many things out there that are uh, not just uh, effeminizing males, but destroying uh, the hormones in women that are uh, making, us, particularly a lot of white women, dependent on SSRIs um, that are absolutely taking it in huge record numbers, which is absolutely terrifying. There's, there's Leia, care to comment? Yeah, I mean, I could I give you... No, I can comment on that, actually. Um, it's in interesting. Um, when I was in school, um, I, was, I remember when I was 16, everyone, all the girls were all on antidepressants. Yep. No. Yeah. Yep. They That's actually early. were 16, yeah. And well, I remember... What country were you in? England. Yeah, I figured. Okay. Yeah, they were all on... Like, pretty much all my girlfriends were on antidepressants when we were 16. And at the time, I don't know, I thought it was really normal. Um but now I look back and I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's that, that's not quite normal. Here I yeah. feel like it's the birth control that's more normal. They were all like, on birth control as well, yeah. But the antidepressant thing that is not normal in my school. Really? Yeah, no, no I didn't see anyone like that. I know, later. I know a ton of people that are later. On it. Tons. And that's absolutely terrifying because that ruins uh, a, a woman's mental health and not only her fertility but but also her entire. Um, hormonal system, which is in absolute chaos, as as a lot of birth control makes a lot of women's bodies believe that they're pregnant, and having someone you know believe that they're pregnant for many years without actually conceiving and having a baby Decades. has 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 some yeah. very serious consequences that I think we should have a conversation about. As I truly do believe, almost everything that doctors push on people, except for maybe emergency care if you break a bone or something, almost everything that doctors push on you, a part of this Rockefeller inspired medical system is meant to rob you and deprive you of your health and well-being. There's a new video that I played on my main channel today that I think is worth watching of this insane, sociopathic, crazy, wide-eyed, white bitch coming out <laughs> and saying this absolute ridiculous nonsense that is going to lead to tremendous human harm. Here's my hot take as a doctor. Yeah. I totally agree. It is okay to be fat. We don't say that enough, but it needs to be normalized. If you are fat... That wait, wait, Clint, Clint, she's talking to you. <laughs> Sorry, I It's not okay I to, to be fat, guys. I, I it's not to. okay. Let, let's continue on. Let's continue this That's conversation. Sad. It is okay. It is typically not a problem that requires immediate solving. It is not an emergency. You don't have to drop everything in the pursuit of being not fat. Aaron said this other thing in a different video that I totally agree with as well, is that it is okay to not be healthy. What? We act like it is this moral failing, this cardinal sin that you deserve a scarlet letter if you are not healthy. And there's a name for that and that's called healthism. Now don't get me wrong, in my line of work, there's a lot of people that I see that want to She's gain weight, lose weight, take yeah. other measures she that really they think will improve their health in some way. And by all means, that's what we're here for. We're here to help you with that and be supportive of that. But a good doctor will not She's judge you for being fat. The fat. They will people. not judge you She's for definitely being on SSRIs. unhealthy. Oh, yeah. They will not judge the decisions that you made or the decisions that were made for you, which is the much more likely scenario that got you to the point where you are right now. We're here to help you with the changes that you want to make. And if you are someone mm -hmm. who wants to lose weight for health purposes, and there are certain scenarios where losing weight can be health promoting, we're here to help you with that. We are also here to help you if you decide to not make any changes at all. We're still yeah. yeah. You're you're you're, you're 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 fat and beautiful. The fuck you are. Hell no. You are no. That I, is it, shocking. It, it, it's it's terrifying because this is this is the main line message that a lot of people get 
And this is this is being normalized. This is I thought this was a prank. I thought this was satire at first. I did research. It's it's an actual legitimate video. Crazy. No, I think that just blows my mind. Um, I'm just in so much shock right now. When you called her when you called her a bitch, I thought that was harsh, but she really is. Yeah. It just you know it, I I've personally recently been going through like a health journey. I mean I'm already quite healthy anyway. Um, but I just realized certain things that I that I did in my life weren't that healthy. Just different foods I was eating, the way I was working out. Whereas now. I, I feel like my mind has been opened. I've learned a lot about health and fitness and I'm almost upset that I didn't know this. You know, the same way we feel about like, I didn't know about taxes. I didn't know about finance. I didn't know about all this stuff. They didn't teach it in schools. I'm almost like really upset that I didn't know certain things about health and fitness. For sure. Like I feel that's part of the matrix. That's part of like, you know, the, the indoctrination. I'm so surprised that she said that. That's so sad. Yeah, per personally, I'm a proud healthist. Um, so sad. I'm, I'm a healthist AF. I will never stop being a healthist and the fats do deserve to be called Luke, out. Luke is incredibly uh, healthist toward me and it hurts my feelings. Uh, Absolutely, and I will never stop being a healthist <laughs> and uh, healthist AF. We got a very interesting comment from uh, Calamity Sue saying, beer is full of estrogen. Hops is pure estrogen. Yes. Is that true? Uh, beer gives Largely. you man boobs, and beer is also filled with a lot of fluoride, which calcifies your pineal gland, which is also just absolutely horrible for you. I avoid beer at all costs. I avoid alcohol whenever I can. If I do have any alcohol, it's usually uh, red wine that usually has some kind of benefit it's for your gut. Overall, I just try to uh, avoid it personally myself, and I definitely don't indulge like uh, someone here that could be the co-host of uh, a Liberty Lockdown podcast that could be <laughs> potentially don't, sitting don't, right don't, down next I to me drink. over over here, <laughs> and really uh, could be you know putting away his sorrows uh, <laughs> at the end not, of every day by boozing nonstop and and trying drink, to forget all I of his problems. This and, is such uh, a lie. All right, I drink coffee periodically. That's that's the extent of my vice. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, to I always like to strike the root. You know, like Bitcoin is kind of like the root of the problem is the money, right? Well, the root of the problem in the academic academic space is DEI and kind of this woke mind virus, which is being uh, instantiated through uh, the the uh, the DEI protocols. It, it is it is extraordinarily dangerous. Keep in mind, doctors take an oath to do no harm. You know, like that's that's yeah. what they're she is doing harm. So like they have already abandoned their oath. This is extraordinarily dangerous. And and if you haven't already learned after the past three years of them openly mandating a whole litany of protocols, the vaccine just being the worst of which, but the masking that didn't work, the social distancing that didn't work, the staying inside, the not going to the gym, the list goes on and on. Every fucking thing that the medical health uh, health establishment advised during that period was completely 100, 180 degrees the wrong thing to do. And when you see a doctor like this talking like this, you know exactly why. These people are no longer indoctrinated uh, or educated into medical understanding. These are fucking, these are like, they're, they're eugenic. Yeah, they're zombies. They're like, these are zombies and they're very dangerous. So if you have a doctor like this, run the other way. If I have a fat doctor, I literally call them out. I'm like, <laughs> Do you hey, absolutely. I, I remember last time I was at the doctor's was in Mexico and the, the guy was portly. And, and and I was like, hey man, have you have you considered uh, you know uh, working on your health here? You need to you need to walk up those stairs up and down a couple times here, buddy, before you start giving me medical <laughs> advice. Dude, a lot of doctors uh, in America are fucking way out of shape. Exactly, and they're the ones giving us uh, advice. We had an ad read we totally forgot about, and oh, that was uh, but, but we could still no no we could we could still do it, and that of course uh, is is an ad that. That Rumble kind of uh, 
came to us with. Uh, Shouts out to Rubble, because they're really making a lot of incredible things happen for us, and they actually brought us a sponsor. That sponsor is, of course, Birch Gold, and uh, the URL is, of course, uh, birchgold.com forward slash Luke. Birchgold.com forward slash Luke. I'm going to ask my team to, of course, put that in the comment sections for you guys to check out. But if you're looking to diversify your savings with physical precious metals while stockpiling silver in your home safe, it's Birch Gold's group's most popular special of the year. Now through January, for every $5,000 you spend with Birch Gold, they'll send you a one-ounce Silver Eagle coin for free. Visit birchgold.com forward slash Luke to claim your eligibility now. You can... You can purchase gold and silver and have it shipped directly to your home or have Birch Gold's precious metal specialists help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold for no money out of pocket, and they'll send you free silver uh, for every $5,000 you purchase. Keep it for yourself or give something with real value as a stocking stuffer next year, not this year. <laughs> uh, just visit birchgold.com slash Luke to claim your eligibility with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Now is the best time to buy gold from Birch Gold. Visit birchgold.com slash Luke, that's L-U-K-E, and claim your eligibility for free silver on qualifying purchases uh, before the end of January. That's right. Now is always the best time to buy gold now. Is it? Yeah. I don't think I don't, that's I don't, true. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Not, I think it also depends on the market. It's always good to get uh, it. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, always, I always tell people to uh, do their own homework, do their own research. Yeah. Uh, I've been personally talking about gold and silver for a very long time. I've been talking about Bitcoin for a very long time as well. I think diversifying your, your assets is absolutely critically important, especially di- during this kind of crazy economy. So shouts out to Rumble. Sh- shouts out to Birch Gold for wanting to, to work with us. Uh, Leia, what do you think about alternative currencies? What do you think about gold? And you probably if, hate if gold, you had to huh? choose, If you had to choose between... Gold and, and, and Bitcoin, what would you choose? Hmm. I would choose Bitcoin over gold. I don't hate gold. I think gold is a great store of value. Um, you know, I think it stood the test of time. I think gold's great. But I think that Bitcoin does what gold does, but better. You know, we talk about how unpredictable the world is right now and, um, you know, how you really need to vote with your feet. You need to be aware. You need to be um, inflation proof. You need to be tyranny proof. You need to be AI proof. And I think Bitcoin is a much better solution to that because if, for example, you know, things get really weird here in Florida and I need to leave, I can't really leave with like all my gold bullion bars, you know, I can leave with my Bitcoin. Yeah, things are always weird here in Miami, though. I know. I saw aliens. What are you talking about? I saw aliens. You know, so if, if there's too many aliens, and if the chimeras become, you know, they, there's Clint. Look, look at Clint here. Holy there's, cow! This there's guy's so over many here. Nephilim around. Like they're on podcasts now. It's, <laughs> right. it's crazy. Uh, yeah. So, uh, quick question for yeah. you: uh, Given that the the, uh, the the blockchain is is you know public knowledge, how is it that you could you could still like if you were made enemy of the state, right? Could you still utilize it? In, in America, or would they would they have the capacity to shut you down, do you think? So Bitcoin is really different to all the other cryptocurrencies, and that's an important distinction to make. So say something like um, Ethereum, or let's say a stablecoin like USDT on the Ethereum network, Governments can shut that down, and they've done that recently. They shut. They actually froze um, some addresses, um, hundreds of thousands of dollars of addresses of. USDT well, they specifically addresses. went after the banks, and they said these addresses can't transact, especially during the Canadian trucker protest. Right. And the Canadian banks and institutions were like, "Okay, sure." And it was uh, the Canadian banks and the and the and the big kind of uh, um, exchanges that cooperated with the request from the Canadian government. Right. So, but those are two different things because you because so for example, you can actually have the 
government to tell Tether, Circle, these major companies to freeze those addresses and they can do that, but they can't freeze the Bitcoin addresses. But as Luke's saying, what they can do, yeah, is get the exchanges to, um, to comply, is to get the banks to comply, but that doesn't affect the Bitcoin itself, right? Because right? the purpose of Bitcoin is to trade peer to peer between you and I without any middleman. So if I became an enemy of the state, I could still send my Bitcoin to you. There are instances where they can like blacklist your Bitcoin. Right. So they'll be like, okay, yeah, we know that that's Clint's Bitcoin. They'll blacklist it. So when you try and move that Bitcoin onto an exchange, you, you can't. So I could only ever peer to peer for the rest of my existence. Exactly. But okay. is, is, is that the end of the world? No, because no. that's the idea. We don't want to go back into. No, of course. Uh, I, I'm just, I just want to make sure that, yeah. that there is no capacity for them to even make peer to peer transfers. No, you impossible. can't freeze a Bitcoin I've wallet. Figured. You yeah. can't. Yeah. I've Unless figured. like all the miners got together and, you know, all agreed, right. but that can't, that, that's not going to happen. That's highly unlikely. Right. For, right. for me, every, the first time I saw Bitcoin, I, I automatically, I was like, I was like, I, I told Max Kaiser, I was like, this is nerd money. I, I don't got no time. I don't got no time to figure this out. Uh, but but it is a very disruptive technology that uh, essentially is a counter to the U.S. petrodollar, and it, it's kind of rise is accredited with the Ron Paul revolution. It, its rise is accredited with the Tea Party and a lot of individuals who originally got into it and were made very rich from it were a lot of anti-government types, were a lot of libertarians, were a lot of anarchists, were a lot of individuals saying, hey, um, I don't want my future to be held digitally with a central bank digital currency that they're trying to push on everyone, uh, which some people say might even be Bitcoin. But but that's again all the theories out there that are that are uh, interesting to kind of delve into. But but they're like I don't want centralization. I want decentralization, and I think uh, Bitcoin um, represents that. I know there's always a fight. I know there's always powerful institutions trying to, of course, influence it. But overall, if I would judge the technology, I think it was an absolute net positive, mm. especially on the lives of a lot of individuals who uh, used it and uh, were able to not only enrich themselves, but finance some really incredible projects that would have never been financed if it wasn't for individuals uh, using Bitcoin. So I think what Argentina is going to do is going to be incredible. I'm going to be paying close attention to that. I think what El Salvador is doing is incredible. Uh, we're uh, working right now to set up an interview with the president of El Salvador. We're working on a lot of different things, actually trying to get a trip over there to try to uh, broaden the kind of conversation between us and them and to open up more a community, uh, as of course a lot of people are looking at the situation here in the United States, and they're saying, uh, "Yeah, this is not uh, a fun one to be a part of." So, um, I, I think Argentina, El Salvador are countries that I'm personally looking at myself, and I think they're larger kind of uh, exercise when it comes to implementing Bitcoin or something to kind of look out for. Uh, we got another uh, Rumble rant from Crash Bandit saying, "Clint, food for thought. One of psychology's most infamous experiments is the 1960s Stanley Milgram's electric shock." studies showed that people will obey even the most abhorrent of orders. Mm. Um, Not when they're starving, though. It changes. There's a dynamic. There's a human dynamic that changes. When, when you are trying to survive, you are capable of, of unbelievable violence. Yeah. That's just, that's throughout human history. There has never been a psychological operation that, that ultimately subdued those that were starving. So there's I a think, movie. Sorry, yeah, just, I sure. don't know if you've seen, there's a movie called the platform or platform or something like that. Has anyone seen it? I think I have actually, because it literally makes yeah. that point. Yeah. It's it, they, they it's starve a, is it people. Square room? Yeah. 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 It, 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 so for those that haven't seen it, it's a prison, but instead of being like landscape, it's vertical. Super interesting. And there's maybe like, I don't know, 500 different levels mm -hmm. and the food 
comes on a platform down, right? And um, those at the top, they, they get to eat. And the lower, lower, lower the platform goes, people at the bottom don't get to eat and they're starving. And then you see what happens to yep. the human behavior and the human mind when they're starving and it gets incredibly violent. They start eating each other and so on and yeah. so on. Great, that's, why, <laughs> that's why soft kill weapons are, I think, the number one tool along with fear that the establishment uses against us. Well, can, uh, can we, we got another, uh, go ahead. Really yeah, quick. I just want to add one quick point. I think this is the primary reason that they're trying to divide us into this like MAGA, non-MAGA camp. It is pure divide and conquer. They they are destroying our our capacity for life savings, our capacity for wealth building. They're destroying our, our health, our psychological well-being. And instead of being upset with the people responsible for that, they are doing everything in their power to make us hate our neighbors, our, you know, our Democrat relatives right. or whatever. Like you have to push back against that mentality. The people that are are still asleep. They're not really your enemy. The people that are putting them to sleep, those are the enemy. And I hope that people will uh, you know, keep their eye on the prize. That's a good mentality. I could be kinder to, pe to people wearing masks. I could be kinder yeah, to them. Try, <laughs> I'll try. try be kinder to the mask wearers. We got another rumble rant from Karma Lease saying better quality video. It's just a few people walking. Still a ton of pigs though. Uh, that's what? a super chat from Karma Lease as uh, this person sent a video of the Miami incident that uh, we're playing a portion of as well. Um, I don't think I don't think she's referring to actual farm animals, uh, but uh, but you do see people running and you do see uh, a higher quality video of this kind of incident. That uh, but you don't see the being though, right? Just people walking in a bunch of cop cars in yeah, the line. That, that There's no footage. Yeah, There's no footage. Yeah, this well, this is the more high-res footage of the footage that we were playing. But uh, I want, I want yeah. fucking HD of the Nephilim. Show me the HD of the Nephilim. Clint, next Clint, time, Clint, next get, time. Get a mirror, Clint. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. You know here. what? Like, I feel like next time I'm just gonna be so much more on it. You know, yeah. I don't know. I just, I wasn't prepared, guys. Of course, okay? of I course. wasn't prepared. Next, next time, time <laughs> next time, uh, uh, Steph, buttons. Next time, live stream. I need then it. They can't delete it. They can't delete the footage. I know. Um, Leah, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for dealing with our uh, inappropriate selves and us and our uh, potty language. Uh, before we leave, do you have any question for us? Oh, do you have any questions? Um, Okay, let me let me have let me think of a question. Well, firstly, it's been so fun, so thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and I also great. really enjoyed the transition between YouTube and Rumble. That's, it it is more fun over it's here. Very isn't dynamic. It? Yeah, yeah. It's very dynamic. Yeah, it's very dynamic. I like that. Um, okay, Luke, I have a question for you. Um, uh, let's talk about Bitcoin for a sec. What's the end game with Bitcoin? What do you think? Do you think that um, it's going to become the world reserve currency? Do you really think it can replace the U.S. dollar? That's one of the things that I've automatically kind of speculated, even when Bitcoin wasn't on the national stage uh, where it was. I, there was a lot of speculation that there might have been involvement from the central intelligence agencies. Um, well, the SHA-256 was created by, is it the NSA or something? Yeah, DARPA or something like that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's connected to um, a U.S. military. Yeah. Um, so so there's, <laughs> uh, there's, you know, me being conspiracy-minded, I always have that kind of distrust towards everything, but I also understand I can't just just trust everything I think overall Bitcoin has been a net positive I think it's it's an awesome disruptive technology and the way that the system and establishment has been trying to kind of sabotage it mm. recently gives more validity towards it being more of a kind of honest real thing so uh, personally I like Bitcoin um, I think it's awesome I think it's done a lot of good and I think it, it could still do a lot good even though in the back of my mind I'm like 
keep it decentralized no matter what. Um, at all costs, make sure that individuals get to interact with each other peer to peer. Let's make sure that big institutions don't kind of swoop in and try to control everything as much as they can because they've been trying to. They've been trying to subvert it. They've been trying to uh, control it. They've been trying to... Um, essentially destroy the larger anti-establishment ethos of it. And uh, this ethos, I think, is more important than ever. And as long as there's still this kind of ethos, I think the Bitcoin conference does a great job talking about Ross Ulbricht. I think yeah. they bring up a lot of good um, issues that, that wouldn't be talked about if it wasn't for them. So I always appreciate uh, Bitcoin Magazine. I always appreciate Bitcoin. And I always appreciate the people who were the biggest proponents of it, individuals like Max Kaiser that are personal friends of mine that are awesome human beings. So um, I like Bitcoin. I think it's awesome i'm still skeptical of everything though yeah I as think, you should be yeah. i think it's the the greatest financial innovation of all time uh, primarily because it has benefited my people more than any uh financial innovation of all what, time what? people your people yeah my people your people yeah the like anar- libertarians anarchist li- libertarian Anarch- okay. community yeah, yeah. i mean everyone I, I in the like, comment like, section is like hey, he's jewish i knew it <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm not uh but uh it wouldn't be a, it's not a problem if i am but uh, yeah, I think that it's it has it has ultimately lifted the boats of so many anti-establishment people of all stripes. It's been really a godsend in that regard, and and really anything that undermines the Federal Reserve or the broader central banking cabals all over the world uh, or the government, fucking awesome. So like, of course I'm pro that. I personally do not think it will replace the U.S. dollar, uh, but I do think that the U.S. dollar will be replaced by a a gold back. BRICS uh, currency alliance at some point in the, over the next 10, 20 years. I think that Bitcoin will be a huge, uh, a huge asset that is utilized by a tremendous amount of people, but I don't think it'll, it'll ever extend itself into uh, worldwide reserve currency. That's, I, I shouldn't say ever. I don't think it will in my lifetime. Yeah, I, I think they're definitely going to try, try to bring in the central bank digital currency. Um, and then uh, things are going to get really crazy yeah. and really serious. Yeah. As there's already a war on physical uh, cash and currency, which people should have on hand. Do you, do you think that the ETF uh, will be accepted, and that it'll like that the Black Rocks and the vanguards of the world are just going to acquire a fucking shitload of Bitcoin? I mean, I think it will be accepted. It's supposed to be accepted on Wednesday. Right. Um, I saw Van Eck have been buying up Bitcoin in preparation for that ETF to be approved. Um, but you know, I've been speaking a lot about this with people, and I think that it doesn't necessarily matter if they buy up so much bitcoin because it doesn't it doesn't affect the network like it doesn't affect bitcoin's ability to still be that decentralized asset so i I just don't want them to profit from it that makes me sad well, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, as they say, you got to cut your nose to spite your face. It is what it is. Right, right. Ultimately, you know, for me personally, I'm very happy that I have Bitcoin. Um, I feel like it's allowed me to be a much more um, sovereign individual. Um, you know, I feel like Same. I have control over my finances. If I need to flee, I can flee. And I know that always sounds really crazy, but you never know, you know, what, what could happen the next day. I think, you know, a CBDC is definitely around the corner. And I also just want to say that I don't think it's going to look how they think it's going to look. Like, we think that it's going to be this this day that they um, bring something new in and we all have to sort of like convert over to it. That's not really going to be the case. I think the CBDC will be something probably like USDC and Tether, something that we already have now, yeah. that we already use. Um, and like I said earlier, governments are already able to freeze those wallets, even the ones that aren't on exchanges, right. the non-custodial wallets. Governments are able to freeze that. So already that shows you a level of control governments have over these decentralized assets. So... I would just 
tell people to to be very wary when using well, these stable but you, coins. You know they're going to roll it out with the UBI and the CBDC. Right. So it, once again, I think you're going to have even more dichotomous existence where it's very much the have-nots and the have-yots, but the have-yots people will probably be the Bitcoiners. Exactly. Anyways, I know I we got to get out of here. Uh, <laughs> this, this was uh, really, really fun. Tomorrow we have a great episode with uh, the Fresh and Fit guys from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Then we're going to have Vivek Ramaswamy on this show this week as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think we jumped 4,000 subscribers since the last show that we did. Wow. Uh, I, th- I think even even more than that. I think we're, right. we're like 79,000. Again, 100,000. Clint oh gets the taser. Clint is going to get hit <laughs> for two hours on the show with the taser. Clint's going to get it for two, for two, two hours. hours. Two hours. As soon as we reach 100,000 subscribers. Again, I got all the subscribers. I got all the subscribers on YouTube. Let's all go to Rumble. Subscribe <laughs> right now. Download the app. Sign up. Use a dummy name. Sign up five times. I don't care. Well, actually, I do care. I do. Uh, Please uh, don't. Uh, actually, just have your friends sign up. Have your family members sign up. Have everyone you know sign up. And then once we reach 100K, Clint's getting the taser. It's going to be Everybody awesome. unsubscribe. It's going to be Save fun. Me. It's going to be incredible. So, so uh, again, 200,000, I'll get hit proudly. 100,000, uh, Clint's getting hit. Uh, uh, Steph, uh, 300,000. So uh, that's all. Yep, Steph. You can't put a number on me. Well, well 300,000, yeah, that's, that's a pretty fair number. That's the number. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I can't thank enough, everyone, for subscribing. This channel's growing incredibly well. We're going to be persistent as we have a lot of really incredible guests coming on this show. Some really awesome human beings. All of January already booked up. So it's it's been a lot of fun. We've been doing this show for, what, uh, a month and a half or two months? How long have you been doing uh, this? Who's uh, a good dog? Yeah, no, about good nine, dog. ten weeks Atlas. since we signed with Rumble. Yes, Atlas. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate you very much. She is the real co-host here. Oh, uh, she's making sure I'm okay here. Clint <laughs> is the co-host of the co-host, uh, but uh, she might not like the. The, the taser there, but you know she's, she'll get she used to away. it. She'll get used to it just like Clinton will. Uh, Hundred thousand subscribers is going to be awesome. Thank you guys for subscribing, Le- Leah. Where can people find more information about you? Where can they support you? Yeah, so I'm on Twitter. It's just my name at Leah Heilpan. I have a podcast. I'm on YouTube. Just type my name in. Instagram, uh, TikTok. I'm also on Telegram. So um, yeah, if you're interested, then come over. We have a lot of different. We have like a crypto trading group, and it, it's pretty great. So this was a great conversation. Thank you so much for, for coming on. Clint. Thanks. At Liberty Lock Pod, make sure you unsubscribe from the best political show. <laughs> Save me. Save me, please. Uh, no, uh, subscribe here, obviously. Uh, Liberty Lockdown, subscribe for that. Got Dave Smith coming on soon. We are on our, we are en route to Iowa to kick it with Vivek. Uh, love that dude. Uh, we didn't even get to talk about how Leia thinks that he's fucking, he's obviously like the Antichrist or something. I mean, shit. no, I don't. I just like, he was promoting the vaccine and yeah, he that's got that just, one wrong for sure. I mean, it's just weird. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just a huge red flag. Anyway, another okay. time. Well, we'll get into that next time. You can also. Ask him about it when you're there. Uh, yes, yeah, we, I will. Well, I will hammer him once again, and uh, hopefully, we'll. You could also catch uh, Luke and maybe myself on IRL. We, we shall see, but we'll catch you guys soon. Oh, I'm gonna be there. Oh, we're doing, yeah, yeah. We're doing the big show. We're doing the the Vivek Town Hall. No, I know. Uh, I, when, said, I said Luke and maybe myself. Oh, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, okay, cool. Okay. All right, everyone. If we learned anything, it's to get off the grid and start growing your own food. My name is Steph of We Are Change. You can find me on Instagram at Steph We Are Change. You can find me on X at Steph WRC. And have fun and taser your friends uh, when you reach 100,000 subscribers. We're almost there. It's going to be a lot of fun. I love you guys. Stay tuned for more here on the best politicalshow.com. <laughs>